the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. AM 560, The Answer. Prepare to have your mind opened. The lies of the mainstream media are about to be exposed. And the hypocrisy of the left is about to be revealed. This is a revolution in how you think about politics, race, and culture. You've tuned into Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560, The Answer. I'm coming in. Good afternoon. Welcome, everyone. The voice that you hear is not John Anthony's. It's Stephanie Trussell. Such a pleasure to be here. Thank you, John. Thank you, Verlon, for thinking of me, giving me the opportunity. I believe this is the last life black and white show for the year. So we got to talk, uh, I guess, Christmas. We got to talk about New Year's resolutions. Of course, we got to talk about there was this election that happened recently. I am so thrilled and grateful, grateful and blessed to be here. I'm just hoping not to break this thing while I'm here. George is on the control in the control room. He's got it. And I I have to reveal my mystery co-host. I'm so excited. It was no question in my mind when I first got the, the text message Wednesday night. Come on. And I said, who can I bring on? I am happy to introduce everyone to my body woman, the person that unfortunately this person had the worst job, any job on the campaign. She had to travel with me everywhere I went. And my young protege, Maddie, is here with me today for the next three hours. Say hi, Maddie. Hi. Thank you for having me, Stephanie. Oh, it's my pleasure. We're going to have a lot of fun. Well, I don't want to waste any time. I thought, what a great way to open the show. The last time I filled in for John Anthony was September of 2021. And I went and pulled out my radio bag and I took the cobwebs off and right there the post-it had my guest state senator darren bailey so i thought what why not that's my second thought was i'm going to have darren on so i am it's i did this for a year but i got to introduce darren so now i get to introduce him again and hopefully a lot more but you know who he is he's the one person that stood up there were very few people that stood up to jb pritzker stood up to the tyrant having rallies and hosts attending things and letting people know there is hope for this great state and when you hear about what's happening down in springfield you know you hear darren bailey's name even now it is such a pleasure to welcome to black and white radio state senator darren bailey welcome to the show darren Hey, Merry Christmas. It's awesome to uh, chat with you, Maddie. I'm glad you're on there. That's awesome. So, uh, sound like a natural with this, Stephanie. Thank you very much for filling in, and thank you very much for continuing to push truth out there and let people know what their options are and, and definitely think that they have options. Well, I have to thank you, first of all, for uh, selecting me to be your candidate and running mate and also inviting me to be part of your family, your movement, and also for uh, attracting young people like uh, Maddie here. People have no idea just what a great group of people in general we had. And we're going to have another one on after the bottom of the hour break, David Paul Blumenshine. But the young people that drove our team, um, Darren, it just is just unbelievable how much I learned from people that uh, were, were young enough to be my kids. (laughs) <laughs> that's awesome, and it, it is, it's It's all about people, you know, and that's what uh, I've learned. Being on the farm on the early days, 
uh, I kind of be a loner, be by myself, want to be left alone, just get my work done. And, and as I began to get involved in church leadership and especially in our school board, and Cindy and I went on to uh, start our, uh, our, our the private school here at Full Armor, you just began to realize that you really can't accomplish anything meaningful unless you don't include people. And it's all about the people. And I love this uh, journey uh, that we just went through and that is will still continue the people that were attracted, that came, that joined, that are still working all across this state, a grassroots movement, it's pretty It's pretty amazing. Well, we hope to have you to the bottom of the hour. And the first thing off the bat, I just want people to hear, how are you doing? How is Cindy? How are the grandkids in the farm? Well, all of those are doing great. Uh, had a uh, wonderful harvest season at the farm, got a lot of our... Uh, all work done and accomplished and we're hauling grain right now and already tearing equipment apart and getting ready for next spring. Cindy and I continue to uh, travel the state meeting with freedom groups and Republican groups uh, chatting and and offering encouragement and uh, just advice for the ideas of the days that uh, are coming up and some of the challenges that are going to be uh, uh, coming. So um, I know we're blessed with the amazing, wonderful people that we were able to uh, meet. Uh, we believe we you know, know, for the most part, what went wrong with early voting and mail-in voting. And we've got we to light the fire into the Republican Party and get our priorities straight, shake things up, and, and get things where we can win again someday. You know, that's what Republicans, that's what we do, Darren. We're talking to State Senator Darren Bailey, and that's what we always pridefully say. We vote on Election Day. That's what we do. And unfortunately, until we start winning elections and we can change it from, to Election Day instead of election season, we got to play the game with the rules that are in play right now. And we have to be like Florida, where they actually chase ballots. Yeah, that's exactly right. Mason and I uh, went up to uh, Chicago and cleaned out our apartment uh, two days ago. And as we were there making the trips up and down out of the apartment, and and then after we went around the block and I was showing Mason around a few places, and we went and ate lunch at a a nice uh, restaurant downtown. And and then we went across to the uh, mall that was there so he could grab some uh, gifts for his uh, wife for his anniversary. Uh, People continued to come up to me just like they did us all along downtown Chicago and Mason's just shaking his head saying, what is going on here? This is crazy a month after the election. And that's what I told him. I said, I know people are, people are hungry for change. They, they knew what was going on, but, uh, unfortunately, you know, we didn't capture all of their votes and, and the Republicans typically uh, stick their head in the sand and say, well, we're not, you know, we're not going to participate with early mailing voting. That's, that's voting, uh, uh, ballot harvesting. It's, it's wrong. It's illegal. But, well, the fact is right now it's the law. I don't like it, but it's illegal. And until we participate and play that game, we will not win elections. Well, Maddie and I were talking about things because a 17-year-old kid on your team is just knows more about politics than most 35-year-olds. She's talking about her mom working Election Day and talking about same-day registration. Is That's another area that, Maddie, go ahead and, and talk about that. Well, my mom said that people would just come in and register on that day. And they couldn't really verify if they had a current address in Illinois. They could take a passport as an ID, but that doesn't necessarily have your current address on it. So that's an issue. Well, that's what J.B. Pritzker's teams, uh, we ran into them uh, when we were knocking doors and stuff. I mean, they were they were carrying backpacks and, and uh, bags, and, and they were literally registering people at their door. 
people could request mailing ballots at that point. They'd come back a day or two later with a ballot, and they'd come back the next day and collect the ballot. And uh, and I believe that's how they ensured that uh, you know they had the votes early on. Well, I know that when you talk to Republicans or people with common sense, we always talk about the fraud that's going on in Illinois. Now, I, don't, I haven't really paid attention. Were there a lot of calls saying that this was going on, this was inappropriate, or, um, you know, did we, I know there's uh, rules set in place and there's a procedure, there's a phone number to call. Did we get disproportionately um, amount of calls that are alerting people to something funny going on here or there? Well, David Paul's definitely going to address that in more detail. You know, yes, any time uh, you, you, anytime in a constitutional republic where rules are muddled and you've got two parties started fighting against each other, uh, you're always going to have problems. Yes, there were those calls, but Stephanie, I'm going to say, was there enough of those calls to suggest voter fraud or that the, the, the election was stolen? I'm going to say no. Okay. The, the election wasn't stolen. We gave the election away. Mm. The Republican Party is having a difficult time standing together and standing on what our platform says we believe in. <laughs> and until we get that figured out, we're going to continue to have problems. You know, I, I we hate to talk about pull the curtain back and talk in front of people that may not be Republicans, but Democrats unite no matter what. They can have the bloodiest primary, but that next day they're all in together. And we as let's just say it out loud, Christian conservatives, we sometimes have to fight only not only the Democrat Party, but those within our party. And so we know what our platform is. You have these people yelling for a third party. Oh, we need to just start. a No, we are the Republicans. We know what our platform is. It's solid. It's great. We need to just figure out a way to get the right people in leadership that aren't afraid to say what needs to be said. Because sometimes in Illinois, it seems like we don't have red and blue. We had two shades of blue. And so, you know, it's so like my mom showed up to vote for me in the primary. She asked for a Republican ballot. They kept bringing her ballots that didn't have my name on it. She would say, I just want to vote for my daughter. And it took almost an hour in the polling place just to get a ballot with her name on it. Because I guess in deep blue Chicago, if you go in during the primary and ask for a Republican ballot, people kind of like, what? You know, like, are you sure that's what you said? It's so many things that they get away with that we have to just decide, stand up and say, we, we're taking our state back. We have to. And, and you know, we're going to talk a little bit more. We almost um, The phone number is 312-642-5600. If you have a question for State Senator Darren Bailey, we, he's going to stay here until 430. I, am, I just want to know what's going on. We keep hearing about the lame duck and what's happening. And because of you, Darren, when they say these names uh, that are down there standing up, I'm like, those are people that rode the bus with us. I know who these people are, their character, and they're still down there fighting. We are so excited. I'm Stephanie Trussell. I'm here with my body woman, Maddie, and we have State Senator Darren Bailey on the line. We are so excited to be filling in for John Anthony. Right after this, we're going to talk more about Springfield and also talk about what we're going to do next. To the mighty king Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560, The Answer. Welcome back. That 
is my original theme music because it was the best day ever when I won the radio contest and I got to be on the radio. So I figure SpongeBob, best day ever. And so thank you, George, for playing that. But I am Stephanie Trussell filling in for John and Verlon. I'm sure they're off getting rested to bring amazing content in 2023. This is the last live uh, black and white show of the year. My co-host, who's the woman that's been by my side for the last nine months, Maddie. And on the line, we have State Senator Darren Bailey. Um, Darren, tell us what's happening down in Springfield. This is is what they call the lame duck. So what's going on down there? What should we be concerned about? What should we be calling our state senators and our state reps to tell them, don't do this or do that? We need to uh, be watching out right now. The uh, the top of the list is the House Bill 5855, one of the most egregious uh, assaults on our Second Amendment that we've literally seen in the history of Illinois, uh, a ban of sorts of uh, certain weapons and magazines and clips that hold more than uh, 10 bullets. You know, they don't want to address any mental health issues or what's really causing a lot of these shootings. They simply blame guns. So I suppose at some point in time, if uh, people start getting run over by cars too much, maybe they'll uh, start banning cars. I don't know, but it's literally, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's literally that ridiculous. So we need to be paying attention to that because that seems to be the keystone uh, item of what's going to be taking place on um, in, in this lame duck session. Now, now, this is just not for the sale, because if you already possess these weapons, would you automatically be in violation if this were to pass? Well, the way the bill reads right now, you can't transfer, you can't, you know, hand down to your heirs. They, they're going to be bumping the age limit to 21 for the FOID card for young people that can already, you know, maybe buy shotguns and, uh, and, and certain, and certain guns. And uh, they will ban, they'll, they'll make it where you have to register certain guns, guns that you already own. You will have to register them that the state already should have access to some of that stuff. And any of these clips that hold more than a certain amount of bullets, uh, they will literally outlaw where it will be a felony if you are uh, found with these uh, certain clips. Now, um, J.B. Pritzker has a super-duper majority down there in Springfield. So if they want to get this done, they have the power to get it done, right? It appears that, yes, they just have to have 60 votes now that it's a lame duck session. We just had two weeks of what's called veto session in uh, in, in, in late uh, November. And in those, it takes a um, super majority vote, um, a two-thirds vote to pass bills. We come back in in the lame duck session. Uh, don't forget, two years ago, this is where the Safety Act came from. This mm-hmm. came from the uh, um, lame duck session in 21. And that's kind of the goal, to pass terrible legislation, if you know you can, and you're basically protecting some people because legislators will be moving out, new legislators will be coming in and mm-hmm. kind of start off with a clean slate. So unfortunately, there will be some Democrats in uh, some conservative areas to be able to say that uh, you know they'll be protected from voting for this, but uh, it does appear that uh, you know this will be uh, going through, so people need to... Get a hold of the Illinois State Rifle Association, Gun Save Lives, uh, IllinoisCarry.com, and stay updated on the movement on this and just the, and the changes that take place. And we need to be calling our Democrat legislators, especially the House members right now, uh, HB 5855. You can go to ILGA.gov, take a look at this, and start calling their offices and, and protesting this. 
312-642-5600. We have State Senator Darren Bailey <clears throat> on the line. Um, Darren, there's uh, we're going to take some calls. People want to talk to you. And I want to go first to Alexandra, who was a volunteer on your campaign. Welcome to Black and Right, Alexandra. Hello. Thank you for taking my call. My pleasure. Yes, um, Darren, this is Alexandra. Uh, we volunteer for your campaign, for your gubernatorial campaign. We want to thank you for your leadership, for the whole experience. It was a great experience. But we are not going to stop. We need to continue, continue to take back back uh, our state, Illinois. Uh, Illinois is in a dire state, uh, shape. I just saw a car with the plate, rest in peace, Illinois. And oh, no. That yes, I even took the picture of, of that plate. Uh, so please uh, continue to be our leader, and we're going to take back Illinois. Thank you for everything. Thank again. you, Alexandra. You and your husband were everywhere. It was always a pleasure to see your faces, and we had so many phenomenal people like you that were just giving up your time, your energy, your money. And and thank you very much for your encouraging words. And I'm sure, Darren, um, as you said, as you travel even now over a month later, people are constantly encouraging you um, that what we did, and we, you know, we didn't get the results we wanted, but I know you feel like I do, Darren. We gave 110%. We left everything on the field. There's nothing that we could go back and say, gosh, had we done this? We did everything. And and we don't know right now what God's plan is. But you know what? Because you gave me this opportunity, I got to travel the wonderful state of Illinois. I got to meet people like Alexandra, her husband, and so many people downstate. There's not a state in this, a county in this state that I can't go to now where someone won't welcome me into their home for dinner. And these people are still fired up and they want to do something. Well, that's, that's exactly right. Alexandra, Merry Christmas and God bless you. And and you're exactly right. Even though that uh, you know we knew it was good for Illinois for us to win, and, and we felt called to this. Uh, at the end of the day, that's where my hope comes from. I know that uh, God is in control. He's the one that uh, sees the outcomes uh, for things like this. He has a reason in everything. And mm-hmm. and uh, until we're called to stop or move to something else, we will continue to press in and push on. Uh, being okay. a farmer, when something doesn't work right. We change it. We figure out why it didn't work right. And, you fix and I it. think we know that. And right. We've got to shake things up in the in the Republican Party. We've got to get people running for precinct committee people. We have to fill every one of those positions. Mm-hmm. Uh, Monday is the last day to turn in your petitions to run for school board. I think people like our friends like Alexandra, they realize that, yes, uh, we've got to be involved and be a part of this process that we're going to ultimately see change. We lost the battle, but we have not lost the war. So many people said to me, I'm running for Forest Preserve. I'm running for XYZ because Darren Bailey told me that we all need to get involved. I want to take another caller, Mitch from Des Plaines. Welcome to Black and Right, Mitch. We're on the air with State Senator Darren Bailey. You have a question or comment? Yeah, uh, first of all, uh, Darren, you did a great job. Um, you got to realize one thing. I agree with you 100%. There was no voting fraud. They don't need to because the, the, the state, uh, because of the reversal of Roe versus Wade, you're already going to be up against fighting a, a, what I call a massive, you know, um, mountain with regards to the threat of somehow this is going to become, you know, a restriction. And the way you handled it in the debates was, was beautifully worded. The bottom line is that the Republicans got to get out of their civil war because mm-hmm. if you can't get out of your what I call group think, 
and you can't appeal to independence in a corrupt state like Illinois, you're never going to win elections. Yep. And all the money that was spent on these elections, Darren, I mean, come on, let's be honest, right? You did a great job. And listen, your character is a million times to, to compare to Fat Albert, okay? How can people look at this debate the, yeah. and look at the crime and all the right. carjacking? And, and, and Darren, it makes me sick, but here's the thing, man. You're going to fall on the sword, daddy with regard to abortion. And I love the way you handled it, but you've got to start swinging independence. And by the way, you said exactly these words. In the state of Illinois, it'll never have a problem ever not getting an abortion. Thank you, well, Mitch. Because of over, Very you know, good. So that's right. And that's the point, that we kept trying to love everybody. <laughs> right. They would say, there's nothing we can do to change the law, and that's not what we're focusing on. Um, really quick, Jim from South Elgin, you're on with State Senator um, Darren Bailey. Hey, Jim. Hey, guys. How are you? Good, uh, good topic. And I, uh, I actually had a very interesting. Con- I want to talk about some other things, but uh, as far as this issue, I had a nice chat last night with uh, Marty McLaughlin and Michelle uh, uh, Hunter. Who, uh, you know, we had a little conversation. Oh, you got about and thirty seconds. Of, Go ahead. Okay. Uh, well, mm-hmm. one of the things we got to do is we have to sit there and get voters that aren't voting yeah. go to their homes. And get, have them have mail-in ballots sent to them. Got to chase those ballots because that's what the Democrats mm-hmm. did. That's what they do. And they we got a lot of people. They, they we went don't to like their homes. it, but we got to play the game like they're playing it now, according to the rules. Thank you very much, Jim. People are fired up, Darren. They want to know how they can follow you. They want to stay engaged. What can they do to make sure they don't lose contact with you? Well, we're upgrading our, uh, our website, but right now, uh, every day during the week, Monday through Friday, I get on in the morning yes, to Darren Bailey. Look for the verified. Uh, Facebook account. Yeah, you're verified now. Things that yeah. are moving on social media. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're we're right now on the uh, AR gun raffle going on. Join that. Keep us uh, keep us moving. But listen, here's the deal. Um, get ready because things are going to get worse, and uh, we're going to have to make some stands. And and I and you and others are going to be there to stand with people and lead the way. Thank you, Darren. It's such a blessing to talk to you. Merry Christmas to you and Cindy and all those wonderful kids are down there on the farm. And we'll be in touch. And, and thank you for giving people hope in a time when they're feeling hopeless. This is Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560, The Answer. Stephanie Trussell filling in for John Anthony and Verlon. So blessed to have an opportunity to talk to the smartest listening audience in Chicagoland. I am also thrilled to have in studio with me my body woman since February. This poor woman had the hardest job on the campaign, keeping me on time, in line, and keeping me from putting my foot in my mouth. Maddie. Hi. Say hi, Maddie. Hey. And Thank this, you. This first hour is kind of like old home week. We had Darren State Senator Darren Bailey on. Go back and listen to the podcast or, or replay it on Facebook Live later because he was great and inspirational. And I, I, I just so happy that he was available. So next up is another person that I got to know my first bus tour, hopped on the bus, didn't know anyone other than Darren and Cindy and sat down across the aisle from David Paul Blumenshine, he's a real estate broker. He's um, he was the regional one of the regional campaign coordinators for the Bailey um, campaign, and he also has a show that could be heard every Sunday from one to three on Cities ninety two point nine. I believe it's out of normal, and he has been so kind to me to have me on his show a few times. And I thought, what a great way to pay it back. And David and his wife Tanya were on the front line, just voter integrity. David, how many people did you and Tanya train to be poll watchers? 
Well, Stephanie, I appreciate you having me on the radio today. And obviously, it's good to be on Black and Right with Stephanie Trussell. Thanks, John Anthony. Uh, we we put about 3,000 people wow. through training to be poll watchers and election judges. Wow. And it wasn't just the Bailey campaign. There were other groups that were doing that as well, trying to adapt the Virginia model, correct? There was. That, that We are basically uh, talking about a totality of about 3,500 to 4,000 people. Wow. And so I believe that we did we need like 7,000 people to be solid, to have enough people to actually watch all the polls? Yes. So in Virginia, they did a they had 4,500 poll watchers. They have two counties, Loudoun and Fairfield, that are their larger counties where they emphasized a lot of their poll watchers towards. We, on the other hand, needed about six to seven thousand. And that would have allowed us to give us the coverage we would have needed. So when people talk about being a poll watcher, what are some of the things that um, you need to do to be a poll watcher? What are some of the describe what it means? Because I think a lot of people were just kind of in the dark. I, maybe I want to do it. Is it how intrusive is it? How much time will it take? Do I have to be at the uh, election um, place all day? I mean, these are questions that people that have never done that they just probably talk themselves out of even volunteering because they're just like, I don't know what they're doing. So, Stephanie, it's different than an election judge who app, it has to take uh, a precinct or a polling place for a full day, a poll watcher can give as little as one hour, a half day. Now, we have to realize we have a voting season here in (laughs) Illinois. Right. So it's 40 days prior to Election Day. And then there are 14 days of adjudication where they are allowed to still count votes as long as they're postmarked by election day. I heard they don't even really have to be postmarked. They could just be walked down even with no postmark and still be counted up to 14 days after the election. It's unbelievable what a super duper majority for Democrats can do to a a state's voting um, policies. You're right, Stephanie. And I heard Darren talk about it a little bit. Was there voter fraud? You know, Stephanie, there's so many statutory violations The entire system is broken. We have 650 pages of election code. And within the contents of those pages, they talk about voting twice, tampering with voting machines, stuffing ballot boxes. If those things are statutes in the state of Illinois, why are they statutes? Because it's happened before. And it continues to happen. So I agree with Darren that I don't believe it reached the level that we were able to overcome 400,000 votes. But I don't know that all 400,000 votes that that differed from JB to Darren were true votes. Now, but Darren, um, I'm sorry, JB Pritzker did get less votes this time versus his last time when he ran against Ronner, correct? 200,000 less votes. That's what I thought. 
uh, from 2018 to 2022. So they maybe they didn't vote for Darren, but they certainly, you know, it's it's a process to get people to leave that party and just be disenfranchised. And I like to believe that we had something to do with that, telling people, look what J.B. Pritzker has done. Has he done anything to improve our state? 114,000 people fled this great state in the last year. And I think what we did and all the effort and just getting the word out and informing people. Well, we're going to, we know, um, David Paul Blumenshine, who can be heard every Sunday from one to three on cities 92.9 is on, is our guest here in black and right. We're going to um, hold him over for another segment because I know we're licking our wounds and we're talking about what went wrong, but we got to talk about what we can do. We can't change it overnight. And I think you said something good on the zoom call last um, this week with the team about this, this legacy of Madigan and what we, maybe we, our expectations were too high. Remind me on the other side, 312-642-5600. I'm Stephanie Trussell filling in for, uh, for John Anthony and Verlon. And I'm here with my trusty sidekick, Maddie. More to come right after this. This is Black and Right with John Anthony uh, on AM560, The Answer. Welcome back. This is Black and Right. I am Stephanie Trussell, and I'm sitting in for, for John Anthony. Thank you, John, for an opportunity to talk to your audience, to be the last live show of the year. Uh, I have on the line David Paul Blumenshine from the middle of the state, because people call Darren, they say Darren is from Southern Illinois. He's not, right, David? He's from Central Illinois like you, because if you go to Southern Illinois, those people will correct you with the quickness that Darren is not from Southern Illinois. So you are down every Sunday. You need to tune in. It's a great show. The one to three on cities, 92.9. David Paul Blumenshine, he and his wife worked like they were the CEOs of a Fortune 500 company for the Darren Bailey campaign. Now, we were on a Zoom call this week, and I believe you were you the one that said something about we can't get too hard on ourselves, David, because this has been how many years of Madigan, you know, rule. And, and, and so this first time, maybe we expected miracles, but we did move the needle and we didn't get the results we wanted. But it is deep blue Illinois. It, it is. It is, Stephanie. And you know what? I forgot to mention. Hi, Maddie. Hey. It's good to have you on the call. Good to be here. I, I jumped all over real quick because I know time is of the essence when you have a radio program. You know. <laughs> so That's right. I, I get it. So, Stephanie, you're right. Um, Mike Madigan had control of the State House in Illinois for 37 years. We're not going to make that much of an impact in one election cycle. Yeah, we were hopeful. And if we could have gotten back the governor's office, we could have made some uh, changes, but nothing like we need to make in Illinois. And that's going to happen. I, I believe we're just getting started. I believe people are getting uh, informed about what is happening out there. Obviously, crime is out of control. Schools are failing. We don't have to talk about groceries. My wife and I just came from the grocery huh. store. 
Eggs are four and a half dollars. Isn't that crazy? They were 89. Remember when our dear President Trump was in office, they were 89 cents. And we're supposed to feel better about paying four dollars for them. Just as long as the orange man is not in the White House, we should feel good. It's unbelievable that you're empty nesters. You don't have kids at home. And and I think about people. I have four boys and we used to drink a gallon of milk a day. I I would have to put them on some kind of milk allowance if they if I still have four boys at home. Well, in the last two days, my wife and I have spent $300. And you're right, Stephanie, we're empty nesters. We have income coming in. We don't have a large family. Right. Our kids are all mm-hmm. independent, living on their own, making making their way. I can't imagine what families yeah. in the state of Illinois are going through, especially when you compile property taxes, the gas tax. The gas tax is going up, David. Did you know in January and July, not that we didn't tell them that all throughout the campaign, that this was what's going to happen after the election promise season is over, he's going to raise your taxes and they still went ahead and voted for him. And it's just, uh, I guess it's just not, they're not in enough pain. They they haven't suffered enough. You're right. That is the key. Well, Well, Maddie has a question. I I talk a lot, so I want to give Maddie an opportunity to say hi to you. She's in studio here with me. It's old home week. We're putting the band back together. We had Darren on and now David and Maddie and myself. Go ahead, Maddie. So, David, what can we do to start motivating people now to become election judges and poll watchers in the next election? The Democrats start planning what they're going to do right after the election's (laughs) over for the next election. So how can we keep Republicans motivated to do these things in two years from now? And it doesn't even have to be two years, Maddie, because I heard earlier in the program, the school boards are up on the ballot. Till Monday. Mayors, Mm -hmm. councils, villages, uh, you, you name it. There's the consolidated elections that deals with municipalities. We need poll watchers now. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's so much bigger than poll watchers and election judges because we need people to help in cleaning up the voter rolls. Our voter rolls are so Horrible. polluted. Mm-hmm. We have so many people who are on the, the voter rolls that are not eligible to vote yep. for whatever reason. And so we need to do what the Democrats do. You're right. Not we, we don't want to cheat, but we have cheat. to play the. Yeah. We got to play the rules like they are, like they're in place, and do what they do. If we expect to win, we have to play by their rules. So, Maddie, tell everyone you know, and we started that. You know, John Anthony. Look at all the different groups that have formulated across the state. You know, you've got Save Our Constitution, Central Illinois Republican Warriors, Three Headed Eagles, uh, Illinois Family Institute. Yep. Illinois Conservative Union, Breakthrough Ideas. It's, yep. it's, it's like the around, Tea Party Part 2, David. When I would go speak at events and I'd say, how old is this group? They're like, oh, nine months. Or just since the 2020 election, it's just this resurgence of people realizing such a time as this, I ha- if not me, who, if not now, when. So many groups, like you said, are popping up and they're fighting. And again, we didn't get the results we wanted this time. There were some, we did win in some places. It wasn't a complete, we didn't get the red wave we wanted. But it's not a hopeless. I mean, there were some victories downstate and in other places out by you, Jed Davis, uh, Maddie mm-hmm. won. So I mean, it wasn't completely hopeless. Well, and Maddie, the other thing that we can do to answer your question, we can form election integrity task force in every county. That's 102 counties, mm-hmm. 108 election commissions. And then we can start having regional summits where we get all of these groups, these coalitions together. And we start marching in the same direction. Mm-hmm. Yep. 
Very That's good. And I'm so excited about the fact that people, even though we're disappointed, they still want to stay engaged. That Zoom call we had with the team the other day just inspired me. I so almost tearful to see all the faces and all the people that are just still out there. David, you know what that music means. Tell everybody how they yeah. can listen to you tomorrow. Well, you know what? Tune in to Cities 92.9, the news and talk of Bloomington Normal. You can stream that. But, hey, we don't want to take too many of uh, people away from John Anthony's office. No, that's no, he's on. He's not on tomorrow. So very no, good. So three, <laughs> listen to DPB. I think I might even have Stephanie Trussell. Oh well, who knows? Thank you so much, David. When we come back, we I'm going to talk a little bit about Maddie. Hey, we are back. I'm Stephanie Trussell filling in here on Black and Right Radio entertained me so many Saturdays because you know Illinois is a long state we'd be driving for five hours and if I could listen to black and white for three hours it made the time go by fast I have my as I've been calling her my trusty sidekick in studio with me Maddie from Kendall County who um, who had the toughest job trying to not only did she have to make sure we tried to get places on time and be prepared once we got there and all that. But she had to make sure if the organizer said Stephanie can talk for 10 minutes, five minutes or whatever, Maddie would be in the back waving like she's landing a plane. <laughs> and I would just simply ignore her because I had to get my points out. But just imagine you're a homeschool girl and your first job could be at retail or maybe in fast food. You get an opportunity to travel statewide on a statewide campaign. And you are stuck in a car with a fast talking grandma who's trying to convince you uh, and force you to listen to Aretha Franklin and a lot of other R&B songs. Sometimes she would say, I'm taking over the playlist today. But all of a sudden, this woman was, I mean, she was, I've watched Scandal, Good Wife, uh, all these political shows. She handled herself like a seasoned professional. At some point, I hope I get the time to tell you a story of when I was trolled by the media and we had protesters and how Maddie, Maddie just hopped on and bam and just handled it. I never had to worry about anything. Maddie had my back. Well, we have a caller on the line that I have to take. I, if I, uh, Stacy, welcome to Black and Right. Are you Stacy Bruce from Peoria? Yeah. Oh. Yes, Stephanie. How you doing? Hey, Maddie. I, hey, hey, awesome. I, you know, I'm just going to brag. I don't know about other campaigns and how this works. This is the first time I worked in a campaign like this. We had simply the best volunteers, the best supporters. And people like Stacy that would just go above and beyond and uh, just made this whole thing just no matter if I landed in Peoria or anywhere in her county, she was there meeting us, making sure everything was done. Just and, and just election night. I was good. I was trying not to cry. But when I saw those big blue eyes filling with tears. She's a beautiful woman. She looks like Joan Kuzak to me. She's just amazing. And I was like, I got to walk away from her. I'm going to be snot running out of my nose and everything else. And thank you, Stacy, for what you did. Had you ever worked on a campaign before no yeah no nope. that's what darren did he attracted people that had never done anything like this and decided you know what i want to volunteer what is it about darren bailey stacy that made you want to volunteer with him well i actually met darren and tom back um early 2021 when all the businesses were closed down they come here and he come here and fought to get businesses open mm-hmm. and i didn't like with the kids getting shut out of schools and I remember my husband said to Darren at the dinner, he's like, well, we're thinking about moving out of town mm-hmm. and or out of state. And Darren just looked at my husband and said, just give me two more years. Oh, that's all I'm asking. <laughs> so right. we kind of jumped on and, and got involved with him, and he announced running for governor. And it's like it was just we ran with it. It was just amazing. Darren, you guys both fought so hard. 
Well, you know, it was so easy once I started traveling and realized what we were fighting for and how amazing our state was. And I got it being from Chicago, born and raised and spent all my time north of 80 just traveling to this wonderful state. I just threw out. I was on a European tour. I did a European tour of the best state in the union, meeting people like you. So I can't cry. I can't complain. I'm mad. I'm angry that we didn't win. But I got a chance to meet people like Stacey Bruce. And you guys came up to Boss Dogs after the committee meeting last week. And it was filled with people that I love that work so hard. Well, Stacey, we're going to be in touch and and I got to come down there even though I don't eat pie I'm going to come back down to the pie place <laughs> and we're going to um, just and they had really good fried chicken that's why I gained weight guys everything was fried um, covered in gravy those people South Bay they don't care what what's keto they don't know nothing about that they were eating real comfort food and thank you guys so much and we'll be in touch Stacey it was always a pleasure to see you whenever throughout the campaign I got a tease for the next hour I hope everybody that's a black Democrat, you call your black Democrats, call them, tell, tune in and listen. I'm going to talk about the black folks that keep saying the Republicans have to come to the black community. If they're going to win, they got to come. Oh, we, let's talk about it. 312-642-5600. Call in after this break. We're going to pull back the curtain. I'm going to talk about this year of me and the campaign, not being afraid, being fearless, going wherever we were called. And what happened? Do you think they rolled out the welcome mat? I'll let you know right after this news break. to have your mind opened. The lies of the mainstream media are about to be exposed. And the hypocrisy of the left is about to be revealed. This is a revolution in how you think about politics, race, and culture. You've tuned into Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560, The Answer. I'm coming in allowed me to talk to his audience that he is honed and and just groomed and pruned and just ex- you guys expect great things on a Saturday live and local so this is a very high bar to clear I haven't hosted a show in over a year since the last time September of 21 John Anthony gave me the um, opportunity to do it so I'm hoping not to break anything brilliant George is behind the glass making everything sound great pressing all the buttons <laughs> And in studio with me is Maddie, who uh, just made campaigning so much fun. An opportunity to spend a Saturday with her was without question. Let me uh, let me call Maddie and tell her to come with me to the studio. We would listen to Black and White all the time. So the last time I came as a guest during the general campaign season, she was on vacation, so she missed it. I brought my driver, Paul. Oh, Paul's out at America Fest right now, and at the bottom of this hour, Man on the street reporter Mark Wiremiller will be calling and maybe with Charlie Kirk on the line teasing um, to give us a report of what's happening. But as promised, I'm not going to waste any time because I don't know what this whole reason why God called me to to be on the campaign with Darren Bailey. I'm so blessed and it wasn't on my vision board, everybody. You know, my radio career ended over at that other station. 
and then I had four months here filling in, I would have been happy. Just God, please just give me three hours on, on the radio anywhere in Chicago. I'd be happy woman. And God decided I'm going to put you on a statewide campaign. And what a blessing wasn't on my vision board, but thank God, his visions are so much bigger than ours. And so here I am going from a, a stay-at-home mom to a radio host to working for Jeannie Ives, and now I'm on a statewide campaign. And you guys that follow me, that listen to me, you know I am obsessed with Black Talk Radio. I am sorry. I listen to it every day for over a dozen years. My goal is to figure out how the Democrats keep getting black people to vote for them. And if somebody wants to correct me, and they might say, well, why do you always talk about black issues? Because my people are the ones that are suffering the most under these policies. White Democrats seem to be doing OK, but the black Democrats are suffering. So here we are, statewide campaign, and we would go wherever they asked us to go. <laughs> Maddie, Maddie and I were on Madison and Pulaski. We had a press conference on Washington near um, Pulaski. And Madison and Pulaski was a beautiful place to grow up where I would spend my McDonald's money, my paycheck. I'd walk four blocks. Every store that was on State Street was in my community, with the exception of Marshall Fields. And now if people are open there selling drugs over there like it's legal. And Maddie and I got to see our first drug deal. We had never, yep. I had never seen one. And we were riding by Madison and Pulaski. And Maddie, what was your response? Remember what you said? You said, I oh, that, you said that was fast. Oh, like, yeah. I was like, that was really it was fast. really quick. So here we are holding a press conference on Washington in a vacant lot filled with garbage, graffiti everywhere. And um, then when nine people got shot in Washington Park, Darren Bailey decided we're going to hold a press conference. And I was there. Darren gave a great speech. I got to speak. And then there was a group of agitators. They were paid by J.B. Pritzker. I know exactly who this group is. And so they were saying to Darren, why are you here? Why are you coming down here? Now, they never ask J.B. Pritzker. Oh, the phone number, by the way, and I'm hoping black Democrats call in. I reached out to a, a couple of them on the phone. This one that calls all the shows. I said, I'll be on Saturday. Call in 312 642 because you guys know I love talking to Democrats. I, I'm wired wrong. I'm crazy. I'm sick. I love Republicans. You know, you're my peeps, but I love talking to Democrats. And so nine people get shot. Darren Bailey wants to hold a conference. A press conference, we do. We ask questions. The media is just, you know, right away, the hellhole question and all that or whatever. So right away, people, your inclination, OK, you've done, you've talked to the press. It's time to go get in your car. Darren is like me. We're just crazy. We go right over to the people that don't like us. There's a group of agitators, a group of protesters standing over there. Uh, what are you doing here? And why did you come to our community asking all these questions? And I turned to one of them who has a radio show who I listen to all the time. I said, I know exactly who you are. And they, Darren said, so who should I talk to? I want to bring everyone to the table. The group parted and a white woman with a business card was the only one that had the card. I don't understand about that. There was another opportunity to have a breakfast on the West Side. And someone texted me and said, Darren, um, J.B. Pritzker is sending protesters, uh, agitators. And I looked up in the, in, in the ceiling in my house and said, Heavenly Father, pre- please let them send them. Because I, I know who we are. I know what we have. We've got facts. We, we, we have. I just knew it. And so sure enough, there was one. It was a great breakfast. Lots of people showed up on the West Side and they had great questions and and the one that I figured was from this organization, he said, you Republicans show up and you make these promises. Will you come back if you lose and 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 live up to your promises? And and, and Darren was asking, answering him, I think what made the group and the day just take a turn because Darren opened in prayer and that man can pray. He prayed over the breakfast. He prayed over the whole message and we ate and then people were feeling good. And then I couldn't wait for him to tag me in when when that person said, are you going to come back? And I said, so you want a Republican to come back, which you know what? When I, I'm going to call him. I've got his phone number. I'm going to call him. But you won't hold your elected officials in. Your, you won't hold your state rep. 
You won't hold your congressman, your alderman, but you want Darren Bailey from Southern Illinois. I'm sorry, Central Illinois to come back up here to help you, which is okay. I'm not from, from five hours away. I'm from down the street. So I am going to reach out to them. But all I kept hearing is that you guys never come to the black community. You guys, uh, uh, well, how are you going to know what we need? Well, as I said, I listen to black talk radio seven days a week. The, the talk of Chicago, the voice of the Negro is what the station used to be called. And so here I am on a statewide campaign. We have an opportunity to go wherever we invited. I got to go to black churches, which was very exciting to me because I got to talk about my political values as well as my Christian beliefs, which was amazing. And I got to say to people, we have to vote our values. J.B. Pritzker does not represent our values. And so here we are. I go to events because I just love going anywhere. I get up in the morning. I open my phone. And if my app told me to go there, that's where I would go. And so. You got to come to the black community. I go to events and I talk to black journalists and they look me in my face as we're eating or and, and just, um, you know, having fun at some whatever political event. And they would say, sure, Stephanie, I'd love to have you on my show. Sure, Stephanie, I'd love to interview for for my radio or my my um, my media, my newspaper or whatever TV show. And then when I would text them, they would just ignore me. They just like as if I never even, you know, like, oh, yeah, yeah sure. Uh-huh. In my face. But then when it was time, the voice of the Negro, the, the all black people, not all black people are Democrats. But when you're not a Democrat and you want to come on and you've got a message, they don't want to hear it. They, they, you got to come to our community. But good luck getting the message out if you're not invited, if they don't follow through. And I understood that. But. There's something that happened that really, really hurt my feelings. And I I guess I shouldn't be in the political game if my feelings are going to be hurt. 312-642-5600. But that incident when at Washington Park, Darren talked to not only the media, then he talked to the people that were there just to challenge him. A radio host on the midday said Darren Bailey got scared and ran and got in his car and left Stephanie Trussell there alone to talk to the people, the protesters. And that ticked me off to attack his character, to say that he would be the kind of man that would leave me there alone. And 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 even just dismissing the whole, the fact that Darren went over and talked to the group. He, he just didn't have a problem. He was comfortable everywhere he went because it didn't matter. He would relate to people, especially with their Christian values. So here we are complaining about what the Republican Party needs to do. Um, when we come back from the break, I want to let Maddie talk a little bit. Because everywhere I went, she was right there with me. And, as you know, Maddie grew up in, in a farming community, kind of hybrid farming, suburbia, uh, rural kind of community. And so this was an adventure for her as well. Yep. But, I mean, the day we're going to talk a little bit about the day we, we started at 79th and Western and worked our way east. It's just 79th and Ashland, 79th and Hostick, getting out of the car, talking and walking and engaging with people. But people say, well, you got to come to our community. And when I'm sitting in a dirty gas station lot with a drug dealer in a wheelchair and I'll say, well, what did, what is, what has J.B. Pritzker done for your community? You don't have a grocery store. You don't have this and that. And the guy looked around and said, I'm doing okay. We got to talk about these people that are in this for the money. Yeah. Shocking grifters that claim that they're activists for the community and that they care about the community. But at the end of the day, cha-ching, cha-ching, cha-ching. And that's all they care about. They they really, you know, they, they will brag to you about how much money they get from each campaign. And and the problem was, is that Ronner was a millionaire, multimillionaire. J.B. Pritzker was a multimillionaire. So they think everybody, a re- white Republican, Darren Bailey must be a multimillionaire. So here I'm going to make these 
demands and say, this is what you need to do. Positions that used to be volunteer, volunteer positions are now to ching. You got to pay people used to be $10 a signature for a whole sheet of signatures. Now it's $10 per signature. I don't know how a person with good values and not a whole lot of money can win. I mean, we know the ground game and what we need to do. 312-642-5600. We got to talk about the community that's suffering. And when you come in and say, hey, I have hope. This is what we can do. We have a plan. You get shut down. Back after this. We now return to Black and White on AM560. The answer. Here's John Anthony. So in for John Anthony and Verlon, I know they are somewhere getting a well-deserved rest so they can bring some amazing content to you in 2023. This is black and right. So I could talk about issues on the right. I could talk about being black because I happen to be both. I want to say right off the bat, I have to say it because I'm a black Republican because they're going to take my black card. They try. They come for it all the time. I love black people. Some of my best friends are black people. I love black people so much. That's why I'm always on the soapbox is saying you have to stop voting for the party whose sole purpose is your demise, death and destruction. And the trifecta, if you live in a black community and if run by a city in a city ruled by Democrats for decades, like the city of Chicago has been ruled by Democrats since the 1930s, you get the trifecta. You get failing schools. Shooting gallery neighborhoods in blighted zip codes where they don't even have grocery stores. And when I would go in and just say, Darren Bailey, Senator Darren Bailey will fight to make sure and go down the litany. He won't shut down your businesses. And they'll say, well, J.B. Pritzker kept us safe. And it's just like, aren't you sick of your schools being the worst? Aren't you sick of always getting the sticky end of the lollipop when it comes to that? But they're just so afraid. To, to let go and vote for another party because, you know, guys, I have five kids and that's a numbers game. One of them's going to be a socialist. What are you going to do? When I talked to my son about it, he's a brilliant kid. Well, mom, and I said, we're, we're, Democrats are very racist. And here's my list. Here's my receipt, my receipts of how racist they are. Well, mom, Republicans are more racist or we just know that they're racist. And I said, it's unbelievable. Our platform is great. Our platform is school choice and limited government allowing you to, to, to achieve the American dream. And nope, nope, nope. It's hard to play. Democrats are always painting themselves as Santa Claus and the Republicans are the Grinch. They want to take away your programs. So as I mentioned, Maddie's here with me. And it was a culture shock for her to go from quiet living on a farm where she would. It's Maddie introduced was. me to Rural King. I had never heard of Rural King <laughs> where you go get chicken feed and stuff like that. The best store. And that's her life of, you know, out there with her. She's the oldest of, of three girls. Her parents did something right because she is a true conservative through and through. Hey, I was born on the 4th of July. It was oh, yeah. just born into me. <laughs> exactly. Just like Cindy Bailey. And so here's Maddie. All of a sudden, she's traveling the state with me. And uh, anything from rural where there might be 50 people in the population of the whole city <laughs> to where we were in Chicago. So talk a little bit about what happened today. We got to walk with a candidate named Eric Carlson who ran against Jonathan Jackson. And he, this guy had no money, mm-hmm. uh, no like major ground. His game was this. Yep. I, he'd have business cards. He'd walk up to him and say, hey, hey, I'm Eric Carlson and I, I'm not a politician. I'm running against, you know, Jonathan Jackson to be your congressman and these are the issues. I, and he would go everywhere. And one day he invited us to go. So talk about what it was like. Um, even that first stop at 79th and Western. See, Maddie doesn't know and other people don't know. I remember when Chicago was beautiful and shiny and clean. So to be standing on 79th and Western where 
um, Quigley South used to be, and I used to go to dances there, to be at this dirty gas station where they're getting petition signatures for Lori Lightfoot. And these people are obviously struggling with addiction and, and they're out there getting signatures. And it's just I get very upset when I see black women like that because I'm like, I don't you know, we're supposed to be they're always talking about queens and holding them up than a strong black woman. But when I see a black woman just struggling with addiction out there, it's just looking. It breaks my heart. So talk about what that day was like. Well, it certainly isn't beautiful over there anymore. Right. Mm-hmm. I just couldn't get over how much garbage there was and how people are just okay with living like that. It's like, do you not have any self-respect for yourself to say, I could do better than this. I could elect Republican candidates in and we would not be suffering under these policies of the Democrats in the area. I just wish if they're not going to vote for Republicans, why don't you just hold your Democrat mm-hmm. po- po- politicians, elected officials accountable? And just even where I live, everywhere people might throw our garbage, but I pick up garbage. I just couldn't mm-hmm. stand somewhere in garbage. And it just makes me sad when you talk to people in the community and they'll say, well, our grocery stores aren't that great. Or I talk to people just walking down the street that day. We had on our vote sweatshirts. A woman waved me to a, from across the street, not knowing me from Adam and just talking to me about the issues. And there's some scam that happened where all these people are now getting evicted and they just wanted to talk to someone and they just wanted someone to listen to them and and you know throughout the campaign that we maybe we should talk a little bit later 312-642-5600 maddie what was your best part of the campaign and what was your words one is one of the best parts of the campaign was for me all those democrats who i used to argue with all the time they were calling me the ones that won't even be my friend on facebook they used to be on my show they were calling me saying stephanie i want to help that farmer what can I do? They would tell me to come here, go there, giving me advice. And I don't know if they eventually voted for me, but it just made warm my heart. I said, I wonder why they're reaching out to me, because they knew that I wasn't doing this for any other reason, that I believed in the message. I never monetized my radio show. You came on because I believed in you or you came on because you were a Democrat and I wanted to shred you and I wanted your audience to listen. And so I wasn't doing this for any other reason that I love Chicago. I love the black people that are there suffering. I want them to have good schools. I want them to have grocery stores and clean streets and safe streets. We are the ones that are getting shot every week. I want everybody listening on on New Year's Eve. Father Flager is going to have his event, hopefully down there in front of the Tribune Tower where he um, commemorates everyone that was killed in street violence over the year. That will break your heart when you see little two-year-old face on a poster and, and, and it's mostly black and brown faces, mostly black faces. And, and we're just, oh, we got to keep voting for the Democrat Party. 312-642-5600. Well, My- Oh, well, go ahead, Maddie. Part then we're going to go. My, sorry, go, go ahead. Part of the issue was that we were walking around downtown, or not downtown. It was where were we on that day? South Side. Uh-huh. Yeah, and the guy was walking around with an ankle monitor on. Right. Yeah. How was that allowed? Uh, How we're that just happen? walking around, and then we're, they're selling drugs at the gas station. Mm-hmm. When the policemen pull up, they scatter like rats, yep. like they're waiting on the bus. And it's just every day, and and just a parking lot, just a gross gas station, just just gross. Mm-hmm. I'm doing okay. Unbelievable that you think this is you're not worth more you're than sitting that. Sitting in garbage, it's just literally. unbelievable. Breaks my heart. Hey, Michael on the south side, welcome to Black and Right. So happy to be filling in for John Anthony. I know you're a regular, so be kind. Oh, definitely. Uh, uh, good, good evening, Stephanie. Good evening, uh, Maddie. And thank you both for taking my call. Stephanie, uh, in the most kind way I could say this, the um, the black community is a lost cause. No, we're not. And I'll tell you why. Because we have too many people here who are very yeah, complacent. They're in on the grift. 
they, yeah. they, they don't. You got to you have to expend a great deal of effort to get them to well, vote. I want to stay involved. I want uh, right now. I want the Illinois GOP. I want to open up an office on the west side and say, hey, what can we do? We got to get the message about schooling and about abortion that little girls can go get an abortion without their parents permission. We got to appeal to people's values, their Christian values, their core values. I know it won't be done overnight, but I am not giving up. I love black Chicago way too much just to say, oh, well, you guys turned us turned, you know, uh, rejected us and we're moving on. I'm sorry. I got to squeeze Karen in here. Thank you so much, Michael. Karen, um, a few good women, and she is the head of the few good women. Thank you for calling Black and Right. I hope you make this part of your regular shows that you call in. She calls every show, and she challenges them, and she makes them think, and she makes some of the hosts so mad that they stop speaking to Karen, and they won't even take her calls anymore. That's terrible. (laughs) Go ahead, Karen. I I, I don't take things personal. You know, it's it's because it's not personal. But it, it is time for us to remember that we are all humans, but we're not being. And and what we do is we put titles and parties, and we got to get away from that. I'm a Republican. I'm a Democrat. No, I'm a human, and I need to be. You know, that's why I started um, the pop-up cleanup. And thank you, Stephanie Trussell, because basically you and um, David Moore are the only political individuals that have come out to help clean up. I'm like, don't just talk about it. You got to be about it. I love picking up garbage with you on 79th Street because I just wanted to. It's just so sad how much garbage is over there. Well, it's sad that we keep looking for somebody to do what anybody can do, but won't nobody do it. Mm -hmm. This is the favorite phrase I hear across the airways. They need to do this and they need to do that. And, but How it's come us. when you see an issue, we can't, as people, just make it happen? And when, they blame it come where mm-hmm. I got to get paid to clean my own community. Unbelievable, Karen. And they love to blame. Violence. They love to blame everything on racism. If you think white people are so racist, but you're sitting around waiting for them to solve the problem that you say they created, it's up to us. And when white people are at their worst, that's when we would make our own. We didn't ask for anything. We'll do our own banks, our own grocery stores. And why every time a Target closes in the black neighborhood, it should be a black grocery store going in there. We should. We used to have black owned grocery stores. What happened? But. But can I can I tell you this? Mm-hmm. You know what happened? Mm-hmm. Planes, trains, and boats. Okay. That bought in drugs mm-hmm. and planted them purposely in our communities. But we need to have a family structure. We need to have a strong family structure to keep the father saying, no, not in my house. That's my favorite episode of of um, Good Times when James said, not my son. Thank you, Karen. That music means we're up against the, the clock. Everybody on hold, I'm going to get to you after Mark's report. It's 312-642-5600. We went to the black neighborhood and they turned us down back after this. Come on home. the show the mainstream media doesn't want you to know about it's black and right with john anthony on am 560 the answer chestnuts roasting on an open fire 
Jack Frost nipping at Merry Christmas. I'm Stephanie Trussell in for John Anthony. I'm here with Maddie. My husband sent me a text text and told me to let Maddie talk. Hey, everyone. <laughs> my husband, um, and it just over the months, and we have a, a my family has a, an addiction to crumble cookies, and Maddie has an addiction as well. That is very So accurate. we would get, my daughter and husband get the cookies. They even invested in that little cutter. And so my husband would get cookies, Maddie and I out on the trail, out on the campaign trail. He would send me a text with a picture, tell the girl we got some cookies for her. So when she would they come back the to the house and get cookies, and she would get her car and get cookies. <laughs> and so I will let Maddie talk. It is such a pleasure to be here. The last live show uh, on um, this year. And so we're going to have some fun next hour talking about maybe family favorite Christmas movies. It's open line. I want to do something a little light, talk about resolutions, you know, that kind of stuff in the next hour. But we were talking about the black Democrats that say you have to show up. You have to come to our community. And when you come, they roll up the welcome mat and just kind of smile and just, and we were walking in the Bud Billiken parade and they were screaming. Most of it was very positive, very positive. Mm-hmm. People were like, you don't belong here. Get out of here. And I would wave, I would hold up my hand and rub my skin and say, I don't belong here, really. And I love my mother, 74 years old, lived on King Drive for 30 years. She's walking next to me with her Bailey t shirt on, coming out of the closet as a Republican for her daughter. And somebody would say something rude to me and my mom would turn around I'm like mommy you're 74 you can't you can't fight these people just that's okay you know but she was telling everybody you better vote for Darren Bailey and she would put her signs out in the boulevard there and if they took it away she'd go right back out and put another one but they were just no we don't want to be rescued we like the failing schools we like no grocery stores I don't know what else we want we're going to get to some calls um let me see I'm trying to decide okay Mark Mark's at a Marifest and he's a man on the street reporter for my show for many years. And so I promise I'm going to shut up and let Maddie ask him questions because this is a young people's fest. So Maddie has a, a list of people that I know she would have loved, loved to have gone to see. Go ahead, Mark. Are you there? Hey, hey it's Mark Wiremore, man on the street. I'm in Phoenix at America Fest with Charlie Kirk. Oh, my God. It's so exciting. There's 25,000 young people here. A few old people like me, but we're getting ready to hear Charlie Kirk in 25 minutes. So this is the greatest place to be today. So uh, I'm enjoying the show. What, what's going on, guys? Well, tell us what's going on down there. Have you, Have you met Carrie Lake, Lake yet? <laughs> no, Carrie Lake, I think, is speaking tomorrow. And uh, it's a big deal. A lot of people think she won the election. And well, you- uh, pe- people really are excited about hearing what she has to say in the development. Well, when you meet her, tell her that she's got a fan in Illinois named Maddie that wants to meet her someday. <laughs> it's amazing. More well, I'm going to tell her that. If I get a selfie with her, I'm going to tell her that. But there's, I just uh, talked to Alex Stein, 99. Oh. There's all kinds of media people here. Okay. It's, it's a blast. Very good. Really, yeah. more, most importantly, what's the weather? Well, the weather is not as good as I hope. It's only 60 degrees here. It is but sunny. It is sunny. That's know, all we care about. Well, Mark, good luck. I know we Stephanie gonna, lived here uh-huh. for two years. Yeah, I lived there. It was great. It was like living on a movie set. But thank you, Mark, for calling. We're just cutting you short just because we've got so many callers here. You're making us jealous because you're in good weather with famous people and conservatives that we love. But it's always a pleasure right, to hear what, what Mark has to say. Thank you, Mark. Let's go what? right to Tim in Wadsworth. You've been holding a long time. Welcome to Black and Right. I'm Stephanie Trussell with Maddie. We're filling in for John and Verlon. Hey, how you doing? Um, first time caller to this show. I've oh. called it a few times on the other shows. But anyway, 
Yeah, so I'm impressed with your uh, vocal abilities. I don't know what your job was before you ran uh, for... Uh, I was on the radio as, uh, for seven years. I had a radio show. Well, that makes show. sense, yeah, see? That's, that I can talk, sense. right. You're, you're very good at it, so you'll probably have a show now that you are uh, you didn't win the election. But anyway, I just want to encourage you to keep up your good work. And, and uh, something I'd like to share with you real quick. I'm a, I'm a Christian, 57-year-old uh, street preacher. But anyway, um, there's a verse in Genesis that says, As long as the earth remains... Seed time and harvest, cold and heat, summer and winter, day and night shall not cease. And the reason I think that verse could be important, although most people don't even believe the Bible, so it probably won't help you that much in politics, but as a young Christian, you know, even in the 80s back then, we were brought up uh, sort of under the oppression of the whole environmental thing. Back mm-hmm. then it was, you know, no aerosols and, and oh, just yeah. having your cars you know, layer, a hole in for it, emissions. Right. Yeah. But anyway, it sort of relieved that burden that I was I was brought up in public school, so I was sort of under that. You know, we got to be very careful about saving this earth and everything. And we all know that they're using this as a weapon mm-hmm. to, to push their agenda, you know, the Democrats. So I actually believe that Bible verse teaches that, that God said, he said, seed time and harvest. That means there's going to continue to be crops. Right. He said, cold and heat. Mm-hmm. It's not going to freeze. It's not going to overheat. Yeah. There's going to be summer and winter and day He's and night. As long as us. the birds remains. don't have to worry about it, he may, he provides for them. And as people of faith, this is when we lean on not what we see and, and we're doubting, but we know his word and he's faithful. And there's just so many wonderful people here. This was a movement. This was a family. And we can't wait to see what else God has in store for Darren Beatty and his team. And just keep, keep in touch. And we're fighting for this great state. One day we're going to look up, hopefully before my granddaughter is able to vote, she's seven, we'll have look up and we'll have a, a, a purple state, a red state, because it's not deep blue. I said that. I correct myself. Thank you, Tim. I, I said that earlier, uh, deep blue, but it's not. It, it with parts, it, of course, Chicago, um, Bloomington, uh, maybe down by the college. I'm sorry, um, U of I. We had fun a, a couple a week before the campaign, right, Maddie? We were down there with these eggheads <laughs> yes. that didn't even know there was an election. These are the best of the best, the brightest. Yeah. <laughs> and this guy just like I, I've seen ads on YouTube. Is there a guy that's running for re-election? I think JB something. But certain areas are, but the rest of this state is just filled. Every time we see a, a Trump flag, an American flag painted on a bar, and we get excited, didn't we, Maddie? Yeah, it was, that was amazing. Awesome. It's very hopeful. So we're going to take some calls. Yeah. Okay, when we come back. We're going to take. Oh, we could take Pierre Delecto now. Hey, welcome to Black and Right. Thank you for holding. Um, who's the mystery Pierre Delecto? I got a feeling that's not your, your government name. Hopefully Mitt, Mitt Romney is a one-term governor. It's John Anthony. Oh, my goodness. How are you? Where are you? Are you down there? with? I'm the- in Arizona. Oh, hate you right now. Anyway. I'm not an M- MFS, though. Oh, you're not? Oh, okay. No, I'm here um, helping Aaron Del Mar with his uh, race um, down in uh, Glendale. You're in Glendale? Oh, good for you. <laughs> well, let me tell you about Glendale. That's where Stephanie Trussell, I'm a professional athlete now. I talk in the third person. That's where we lived for two years. If you go over to the area. Oh, wow. Yeah, we lived in Bell on Bell, 51st in Bell. We had a, we had, we, that's where we lived for two years. I love, love, love Glendale. Wow. What do I'm you guys? I'm at the Westgate right now. Oh, we love Westgate. That's where the, um, where the Cardinals play. 
yes, and and the Coyotes used to play here. Well, you're Maddie, just, you're doing a great job. Thank awesome. you. I just had to bring her, John, because she loves your show, and we would listen to you all the time. But <laughs> many I gotta, car rides. I got to tell you, I want to be with John Anthony and um, Aaron Del Mar, one of my favorite opponents. We had so much fun, and and I would get in trouble because I would post pictures of me and, and and Aaron just having fun, and some of our supporters would call me and just say, "How could you be posting pictures with him?" I was like, "I don't have to hate him. He's a funny guy." We we would text each other, make fun of each other. We had so much fun. I'm all of my lieutenant governor candidates were awesome, yeah. and you guys hey, have. Hey, Stephanie, said, mm-hmm. I got one. I got one more question. Oh, go ahead. Have you guys created my hot dog name yet? Oh, we're working on that. You got to give me some of your favorite ingredients, and we can Ooh, come up I with can that. Do that. Yeah, my husband likes to come up with two new hot dogs every week as a, as a special. This week we've got the um, Atlanta hot dog with with coleslaw and barbecue sauce, and then we have a Hawaiian hang ten with this salsa Ooh. made out of pineapple. So every Monday there's a new two set. So give me some ingredients, and we would love to do a John Anthony dog. One day you're going to have to broadcast from from. Um, I from just, Boss Dog. Make it happen. That would, that would be so much fun. When well, you guys safe travels to you guys, don't have so much fun right. you don't want to come back to gloomy <laughs> Illinois. You know, we haven't seen the sun since December 4th. So if oh, you can geez. find it and bring it back, please do. But seriously, thank you so much, John. You made my day to have this opportunity to talk to this brilliant audience that you have educated. And I know I got to be on my toes because you guys don't take any mess from anybody. <laughs> tell tell well, Aaron, you. Maddie, and I said hi. I bring the off daddy some boss dogs now. Oh, you I, ain't black. <laughs> oh, I, oh, our black cards have been taken away a long time ago, right, John? Long time. Oh, thank long you. time. <laughs> Enjoy. Merry Christmas to you and your family. Merry Happy Christmas. New Year. Thank, thank you. you. All right. We're coming back with more calls right after this. Black and Right continues on AM560. Once again, here's John Anthony. with Maddie, my body woman for, hey everyone. for nine months who got me everywhere I need to go for, for all the campaign. We're going to talk a little bit about that after the 6 o'clock hour. All I want for Christmas is is you. That's one of my favorite movies, Love Actually. It's not a family movie. We're going to talk about family Christmas movies. I just like that movie for a lot of reasons. And that soundtrack, that's um, Reagan's favorite Christmas movie. But that's when I brought him home from the hospital. That movie was on cable. So I was up all night nursing. And so that music, that movie was on all the time. So that's why he doesn't even know why that's his favorite Christmas movie. But let's talk about what's wrong with Chicago. Yes, what's wrong with Illinois. But again, I have to say, disclosure, I love black people. I have to say that as a black Republican, because people don't believe that I love black people. And and even um, at the Central Committee meeting, a black Democrat got up and said Darren Bailey lost because Stephanie Trussell doesn't like black people and she's a Democrat. But that's OK. Hey, we're going to get to these calls. Quick, quick, quick. Nick from the north side. Thank you for holding. Welcome to Black and Right. Yeah, thank you very much. Uh, you're doing a, a great job there. Uh, let me talk. Take it off speakerphone. Okay. Um, I listen to your show as much as I can, or the John Anthony show. It's kind of hard to do that when I'm out uh, walking around and uh, taking the buses. No, just download download the iHeart app, and you can take them wherever you go. I love the iHeart radio app. So. I, 
I don't have any of that technology. You know, oh. if I had to do that and my life depended on it, I we'll won't have be to get you a Sony I'll make it fast because okay. you got people waiting. Go ahead. Uh, uh-huh. I, I, I like the way you come across. And uh, if you can talk to people uh, that when they go to vote, you know, it's uncomfortable for a black person, I think, in many areas to ask for in a primary for a Republican yeah. ballot. Yeah. They're probably going to ask for a Democratic ballot and vote reluctantly for some people who no. feel that, that don't we got to be them, fearless. They can, they can mention the people there. Okay. They can well, say, look, uh, I think you should uh, uh, look out for us more. Yeah, like the teachers' unions. Instead of worrying about 20, 30 years later about their pension plan, oh, okay. how about a few years later after we graduate from school, what are we supposed to do, you know, uh, if we don't learn anything? Great great advice. Thank you very much, Nick. But I will never pull a Democrat ballot. That just ain't going to happen. You'll never have that on my record. Once I left the plantation, I'm never going back. Thank you for your call. I appreciate your kind words. We're going to go to Jonathan. Can you do this in about 90 seconds, Jonathan? Not 90 seconds, 50 seconds. <laughs> hey, Jonathan. Are you there? Yeah, can you hear me? Yes. Hi, so I just want to make a quick comment about, about the division. I believe D.C. and Chicago are kind of the hubs for that. Everywhere we look, they promote division uh, in education, business, media, arts and entertainment, government, religion, yeah. family. That mm-hmm. means to keep us distracted, divided, and weak. And we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but powers and principalities and the invisible realm. What they're scared of is when we as people realize that we are sovereign in the earth under God alone and no man or woman has a right to lord over another man. Amen. You said it concisely and quickly. Thank you very Sexy much. Sexy as a devil, even in a high-pitched voice. That's- <laughs> 312-642-5600. Eduardo, don't you move. Tony, don't go anywhere. We come back from this break. We're going to go right to those callers. Thank you for holding on, and we're going to be right back on the other side of this break. All around the square, saying Catch me if you can. Back to Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560, The Answer. I want to get right to the callers. I'm Stephanie Trussell in for John Anthony Black and Right. This is an excellent three hours. It's excellence. It entertained me all throughout the campaign, live and local on a weekend. Awesome conservative talk. You can't get this anywhere else on the weekend. Nowhere else on the dial can you get this on either day, Saturday or Sunday. Eduardo, thank you for holding Eduardo. You got to text me. Text me again. You text me right before the campaign and it was a million people texting me. Text text me the moment you hang up because we got to stay connected. I love your fearlessness. You will call any station, any show and bring your conservative <laughs> message and I just, I get so excited Every time I hear them say on the on the down the dial and they say Eduardo, I'm like, go get him, Eduardo. Welcome to the show. Go ahead and say what you have to say. Yes, Heavenly, thank you for filling in uh, during these uh, holidays. And uh, I think the Republicans need to do more networking events. Mm-hmm. I go to a lot of these, and there's a lot of young people there. Yeah. That's so great. I think, we, and there's one group I joined, and they're going to be doing these uh, across the U.S. So I think AM five sixty uh, should be doing more of those events. I know Amy did one at the uh, winery over there in yeah. uh, Joliet. That was fun. I so got to be to on the panel. That yeah, that was sold out. I it was wanted a great to say, event. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Yeah, I was going to say, one thing I, that's been on my mind, and Jeannie Ives, I called her uh, Bruce Dumont show last Sunday. Uh, there's a drug shortage, uh, amoxicillin, med. Um, this is something that the government missed because they concentrated too much on the vaccines. Oh. 
And now we're getting all these people sick. I mean, even the dogs are getting sick with that. I don't know. Yikes. What's going to happen with that? Uh, the government needs to do more, well. more better job as far as coordinating with, with doctors and hospitals and even insurance companies. Well, I don't know if the government gets involved. I, we need to just let private industry do what they do best. Once you get the government yeah. mixed up in there, Eduardo, it may sound good on you know to say it, but we know uh, they they seem to muck up everything they do. But um, it's always good, as I said, to, that you don't mind getting the message out. You don't just call conservative stations. Text me right now. And the only reason I'm cutting you off, we're up against the heartbreak, and I have one more call to get to because yeah, I don't want to lose we'll touch, touch with you. Thank you. It's always good to see you at five sixty. Thank you very as well. much. Okay. Hey, Tony in Chicago. Um, thank you for calling in black and right you have the floor okay i'll try to keep this quick one of the things that needs to be done is more social media meetings i mean i noticed you were at 79th and halsted but why not do a social meeting as well mm-hmm. That's a good that would point. be one thing mm-hmm. that the second thing would be is if you notice that when ronald won his first election he did it because he paid off the influencers in the black community yeah, so I think that's something that needs to be implemented. Well, I don't. What, well, uh, what if you don't have money like Ronner? And you know what's so funny? You said that there were certain pastors. He paid them off, and the day I tell you, the next morning after that election, they were throwing him under the bus. Oh, just because I supported Ronner, don't think that I'm a Republican. We. What about good people that just have the qualifications, the heart, the character to get it done, but they don't have multi million dollars to pay off pastors and influencers? We got to figure out the grassroots way to be in the community already and not show up nine months, six months before the election. We need to be there on the ground getting the message out because in that case only rich people are going to be able to win and to buy off these influencers no offense these influencers that got in my face saying if you don't pay us jb pritzker's on the other line i'm like well go ahead and take the pritzker call because we're not going to get into a bidding war over you and if you can't decide between darren senator darren bailey who's phenomenal a good man a good heart good character and a, a, a just a failed governor that's ruining our state you know bye-bye so you know i thank you for calling tony but i we just cannot just say we're going to just pay off influencers. I don't want those people. We need to get the message out. And unfortunately, too many pastors are selling out for money and influence or whatever, and they're not preaching the word. And that's sad that you can't even go to church and get the word. They're misleading their flock. What is that pastor down there in Georgia wants to, he owns more land than any other person in Georgia or something. They want to make cannabis an issue and they're going to grow cannabis to make black people rich. What kind of, what, what is, this is the pastor. Come on now. The last hour, let's get a little light. Let's talk about family traditions. I promise to let Maddie get a word in. 312-642-5600. Prepare to have your mind opened. The lies of the mainstream media are about to be exposed. And the hypocrisy of the left is about to be revealed. This is a revolution in how you think about politics, race, and culture. You've tuned into Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560, The Answer. I'm coming in.
get to be on the radio, the last live show of Black and Right. Thank you, John Anthony and Verlon, for giving me this opportunity to talk to the smartest listening audience in Chicagoland. I tell you, I was so nervous about doing this. I haven't done this in a while, but and and that hearing my theme music just reminds me all the days of I couldn't wait for Spongebob to stop singing so I could get to what I wanted to say. It feels good to be here. I was seven years down the dial, had an opportunity to come here for four months. It was so amazing. Just, you know, being that this, the, our sister station here is 1160, a Christian station. I don't know, something about in the air. I felt so welcome. People were so kind to me. It feels good to be back. And I'm so appreciative that I have a chance to, um, to be live and local and hopefully entertain you. I don't know. I can't live up to John and Verlon because they are they've got it down there. They crack me up. They entertain me as well as every morning I started running. I'm mushy old lady, grandma. I had to get going because Maddie and I, we got to lose our weight from the campaign. <laughs> everything was deep fried. Yep. And then we went from Lincoln Day dinners Mashed to county dinners. gravy. To, to everything was deep fried and corn dogs and all this other stuff. So we got to lose Funnel weight. Cake. So I get up in the morning. I listen to John, at 5 a.m. I get up. I'm listening to Dan and Amy as I'm running around the track. And then, you know, Sean, over by there, short in the pants and, you know, he's political. We that he entertained us the whole time. We would just crack up me, so Paul, um, Paul's my driver and Maddie. We'd be in the car. Show comes on at four. The news comes on and we start the timer. How long before somebody <laughs> before Sean calls somebody a scumbag? It was a game. We was, played in was, the car. Pretty he could much never make it through time. the first five minutes without calling somebody a scumbag, a political hack or whatever. So 560 is the way to go. This is entertainment. When I talk to people and I'll mention something they'll say, I've never heard that story. And I'm like, do you not listen to Dan and Amy every morning? They're my new Don Wade and Roma. Well, I have promised to be lighter in this segment. Maybe this is this whole hour um, open line, what you want to talk about. But I got to talk about Maddie. <laughs> I dragged this poor woman here. And I got to tell you, it's an honor to be here. <laughs> it's so great. And she's having so much fun. And she's such a natural. But her parents and her grandparents, you can't fake good kids. She is a solid, just amazing person. And then February, when they realized that I needed someone to travel with me and my, my chief of staff, Nicole, we tried, we interviewed a couple people, nothing really worked out. And then when the team, Maddie had volunteered and wrote the first bus tour with me and I thought she was already on the team. So that was in December. Mm -hmm. And then in February, they said, well, Maddie's going to be your traveling companion. And I got to tell y'all right away, I was like, wait, seriously, a 17 year old homeschool girl from Plano is going to be my what? And so but thankfully, thankfully, God shut me up and I didn't say that out loud to the campaign. And who am I to question the campaign? They told me to do this. I did it. And so from that very first time, my very first place was Dixon. We got to go to and we mm -hmm. both love Reagan. And that was a great event. I love those people. I still remember them. And then our first road trip, we went down to Mattoon, right? Yep. And then we and went then, to a Lincoln Day uh, dinner. Vandalia. Vandalia. See, yep. see, that's what Maddie. You, you, you guys have seen The Devil Wears Prada. <laughs> and I made Maddie watch it. I, I had a Christian homeschool girl go to the library and get that movie because she was just like the character and and Hathaway's yeah, yep. character. She remembered everybody. She whispered in my ear. We, I was Saturday at the the Central um, Planning Committee or whatever, Central Committee meeting, mm -hmm. and I'd take a picture of somebody because I'm like, I can't remember what's their name. And Maddie's like, da da da. da. Two seconds later, she'd answer. She was phenomenal. But I got to tell you about a girl who's at home. She's got both sets of grandparents. They're all close. Her grandfather's a pastor mm -hmm. of their church. I went to their church. They're just amazing. Everybody can sing and they're just filled with the word. I just love those people. But I got to tell you, we were faced with some ad adverse situations where one of my tweets about whatever, I won't even go into it. So 
the alphabet people showed up to protest me in Springfield at the Capitol. All of a sudden, no training or anything. The media is following to my car and Maddie's like, no comment. She's got me. She's like, let's get to my car. We get in the car. We're headed to Decatur. And people in Decatur love, love, love Darren. So when I saw that group of people, I'm thinking, oh, they're waving us in. <laughs> She's waving they're at the window. Us. This is our group. And then I realized, oh, they've got flags. And oh, you know, so they were there to protest yes. us. Some of the protesters got inside. One asked a question. We never, I never really felt um, at any threat, whatever. But Maddie Mm -hmm. immediately, without any training in this area, nobody told her, okay, when we get to this, this is what you do. She just naturally knew, okay, and and this is what we're going to do. This is what happened. And she immediately took care of the situation. We get in the car and she says, well, this is what we're going to do next time. We got to have a plan (laughs) to make sure. She made sure that if I didn't have to deal with the media, she's like, no comment or making sure we had to leave that particular event out out of the back exit. (laughs) I don't know about you, Maddie, but that was kind of scary. That was a situation that I've never experienced Right, And all of a sudden, that's when I started riding in the back of the car with the tinted windows (laughs) part and Maddie and Paul would be in the front seat. Mm -hmm. But from a person that I was just terrified, I'm going to be in a car hours with this 17-year-old girl. She's now 18. And what do we have in common? What are we going to do? Well, we like a lot of the same Christian mm-hmm. or, or pop music. Maddie, um, she's, she didn't know what family video was. Well, she's 17. <laughs> How would she know what family video was? So I kept thinking she and Reagan are the same age, and I couldn't hold her accountable if she didn't know who Aretha Franklin was. Because I'm like, <laughs> I'm sure, you know, Reagan doesn't know. But talk about your expectation when you first joined the campaign, when they called and said, would you like to be Stephanie's driver? You were like, what? No. <laughs> I was, well, all the glory goes to God. I mean, I never even knew that that was even an option of something you could do to be involved in the government aspect of things. Mm-hmm. I was just so short-sighted but i was just overwhelmed and so happy that this was an amazing opportunity to to get to know you better and just to get to really see the heart in the minds of where the people of illinois are at and now i feel like i've got so many great connections across this whole state and i've gotten to know so many amazing people through this talk about your just darren and how much you were drawn to his campaign even way before and you didn't see this on your vision board either working (laughs) for darren so I had heard of Darren back in 2019, 2020, when all the COVID stuff happened, Mm -hmm. and I had started watching his Facebook Lives. Mm -hmm. And fast forward a a year later, and I had heard that he was at our local county fair, and I I freaked out. I was like, oh my gosh, Darren (laughs) Bailey's here. We got to go meet him. We met him, talked. And I immediately was like, this guy is is genuine. Like, this is is our next, Mm -hmm. you know, this is who I want to support. Um. And then things progressed from there, and we got to know each other. And there, him and Cindy are just the most genuine people. And, and once you got to yeah. know them, because sometimes you have an image of people and then you don't know them. But mm-hmm. once you got to know them behind the scene, they're the same. They're the same. They're just nothing. I did not one moment did I ever say, "Ooh, I didn't know they were yep. like that." They were just the same on mm-hmm. camera, everywhere in the, on the bus, everywhere we yep. went. They're the same. And my first opportunity doing something with the whole campaign was Stephanie's launch tour. Yeah. And I had no idea that right. a month later I would be working, right. you know, for her and traveling with her. So that was a really cool experience to see how genuine Stephanie is, too. Oh, well, we spent a lot of time at gas stations. We had gas station dinners. <laughs> um, we would have potato chips um, for dinner. And a Coke. And, or and Diet we, Pepsi for you. Yeah. And we... we um, 
We went to Wally's way too much. If you guys, what time is Pontiac? Pontiac. Pontiac. Yep. If you are anywhere near Pontiac and you're on 55 and you don't get off mm-hmm. at Wally's, something's wrong with you. Yep. We were addicted. We had the brownies are amazing. Everything, the cookies. If you like beef jerky, there's a beef jerky counter. Popcorn. I mean, it's just the clean bathrooms. Oh, yes. And we have we've told some stories where we've been in some janky neighborhoods <laughs> where some of the bathrooms weren't that great. Yes. Where I love Maddie or say, are we in a bad neighborhood? And we were looking up, and then sometimes I would just lie to her. I'm like, "Doesn't she see the graffiti?" And the girl, I'm like, "Yeah, Maddie, we're fine. We're fine. You know, don't don't worry about it." But I, she never um, got to know your surroundings. You do, you do. But Maddie is she's okay. She was comfortable everywhere she went. I called her a hood rat after a while because she would just go. She didn't care. But I got to tell you, the day we spent on 79th Street. We 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 just 79th everywhere up and down. We just sat and talked to people, and I knew they were drug dealers. I knew who they were. Just they felt. I felt like I was talking to my kids, talking about opportunities that weren't there. There are no programs. There are no this. And and I just thought that day my my security got off at one that day, and next to my schedule was to go canvassing in white liberal Northside. And I said, uh uh-uh. uh. I, I will not go anywhere with white liberals without security. I'll be on 79th Street without security. I'll go on the West Side without security. Those are my peeps. But the only time I've ever been physically threatened by white liberals, the only time I've been cursed out by white liberals, and coming in my my neighborhood, my people, and that it, I always felt comfortable. Maddie never felt like she was out of place. She never once had this look on her face like, let's get out of here. She would just engage. She just, she just, something genuine about this whole entire campaign and she fit right in. We explored, we um, just got to go everywhere from, and what I love God Maddie. guided us everywhere we went he was, But Maddie could spot a J.B. Pritzker <laughs> tracker like she would just be like bam. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about her family and I want to just glorify them and, and who they are and her traditions. I love hearing about them. And we're going to, we, hey call in, talk about your Christmas traditions. Talk about whatever you want to talk about because you know I, I run things. I'm always talking tell- about what I want to talk about, but I want to end on light, happiness, fun, and just we're licking our wounds, but we're going to come back and get them soon. Back right after this. This is Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560 The Answer. Mr. Green Christmas, I'm Mr. Sun. I'm Mr. Heat Blister. Welcome back. Wow, George, that's awesome. I know Maddie's too young to know that. But my sister and I used to love that. Back in the day when you had to watch it when it came on, there was no DVR, no record it later. It was watch it then or just forget about it until yep. next year. There's so many movies that are just so we're home alone for my family and Christmas story. We love those family Christmas movies. I'm Stephanie Trussell, by the way, if you're looking for John Anthony, uh, don't get scared. He hasn't he's not transitioning. It's me, <laughs> Stephanie Trussell. Well, we don't we don't necessarily know that he's not. Oh, transitioning. You said, hey, you, it's not for you to tell what people are doing off on their it, vacation. It's, but it's entirely possible. <laughs> Anything's possible. Transitioning to what a tree. We don't know. You're welcome, John. But you get to hear him back in 2020. 23, refreshed, ready to go with new content. And I have my, my sidekick, the person that's had the roughest job trying to shut me up and get me to it go. It was the best job. And like, don't talk to the media, Stephanie. Maddie. And um, so we're going to take some calls. So Maddie was telling me a little bit on the way here about family traditions. She's very unique situation. Both sets of grandparents are very close. They do everything in their community. I, I love her aunts and her cousins. They just, I go there and I just feel like a celebrity and they'll hand make little gifts for me and cards. And I just I could be there every day, all day, because they just make me feel so important. So talk about your family traditions for Christmas. Well, I'm very blessed to have 
a very great and loving family that loves to bake. Yeah. Um, both sides of my uh, my grandma on my dad's side and my grandma on my mom's side, they both love to bake. So we um, pick different days and I'll go over to each grandparent's house and we'll bake tons of Christmas cookies and cut them out and decorate them. Um, we'll bake breads and coffee cakes and cinnamon rolls. And it's just, that's my favorite thing is just baking and doing all that fun stuff with the cousins and Watching how ugly some people decorate their cookies and how many sprinkles some people put on them or, you know, stealing people's ideas. Of, oh, that was a good idea of how you've decorated that one. Or, you know. Let me tell you about Maddie. Kendall County Fair. <laughs> you know, I've known her. I don't know when is. Oh, that's all she talked about was the sandwich fair. Sandwich fair. Sandwich yep. fair is the best. Everywhere we went. Forget about the state fair. Sandwich fair is awesome. It's the best. It's, it's the, best. the most best. It's the biggest and blah, blah, blah. And it was. I have to admit mm-hmm. that it did live up to it. You have the best food. Oh, it was amazing. But. I didn't know Maddie. I knew she was crafty. I knew she was handy. I didn't know that she and her family enter all these projects mm-hmm. or into four. Is yep. it four H? No, it's not, just the it's county. Just like our, our county fair does like this. It's like a program where you she can do anything. She knits. She sews. She <laughs> bakes. She writes photography. And I, we go into this ex- exhibit space, and she's just. Entered and she probably could have entered more had she not been <laughs> campaigning. But I was just blown away with her talents and what these kids do. I'm telling you, uh, county fairs. Why Cook County needs a county fair? They do. They need to get some of those kids, kids to get off projects. the streets mm-hmm. and yeah, start the street. learning practical life skills like baking, sewing, cooking, photography. Just these are all very valuable skills to have. Now, you guys get kind of competitive. Her and her cousins and her siblings, <laughs> they enter multiple projects. Yes. And they, you know, you get a couple bucks for each mm-hmm. one. And when you enter, you get into the fair free, which is yep. nice. So, uh, do you know, well, you don't have to tell us how much your, your haul was this year, but did you Not win as more much than as your cousins? Years. Who did your cousins win more? They, they, they won more, but they entered a lot more. Mm-hmm. Um, but in past years, I've made you know, maybe $300 off of, which is not like, that's a lot of money. It's a good chunk for just entering stuff in that I would have done anyways. So it's just a lot of fun and kind of encourages, I feel like all the younger kids, um, to, it's something that you can do to pass those long winter hours crocheting, but yet you're also learning some life skills. What was the county where the first 4-H that we went to? See, this is the kind of stuff Maddie remembers. Um, the, the small county. The Stark County. Stark County. See, she knows Wyoming, this. Illinois. <laughs> he owes me. A, he says he's going to send me a pair of white cowboy boots. But that's the first time I saw Call him. Call him up. Uh, yeah. He's, he's, do it. He's great. You know. And so, But that was the first time I had seen 4-H exhibits where these mm-hmm. little tiny kids are handling cows and yep. pigs with with this little stick they're not beating them just to mm-hmm. wrangle the pig to get them to go where they go they shine them up they take so much pride and this kid is explaining it to me he's like this is a heifer and we'll breed her but this is a steer he'll be dead by september and i'm like <laughs> cover his ears he goes you know i'm from chicago cows are brown with spots this was a fluffy black mm-hmm. he had fur Cute. and i was like Cover his ears. You got to kill him. And they're just like, so yeah, this is what they do. And I just learned so much mm. just that so many of these kids, that's what they do. Mm-hmm. They're out there shining up their goats. Yep. Stephanie, what you have to understand is that cow mm-hmm. is delicious. <laughs> oh, well, hey, you know what? I, you know yeah. me, I don't pass up a burger well, or a steak or anything <laughs> like that. And my husband owns Boss Dogs and Lyle. But I just learned so much mm-hmm. about the culture of of these county fairs yeah. and and what these kids do and talk about keeping them out of trouble you'll see this girl and she looks like oh she's a cute little she could probably be a cheerleader no she is seriously in the 4-H she's got eight goats a pig and a cow and she's got on cute cowboy boots and she's got a cute buckle and they are serious about what Mm -hmm. they do they compete at the um, state fair I mean we I just I felt like such um, 
just a silly person not knowing what was going on south of 80. Hey, guys, you've heard this before. Turns out right outside Chicago, there's this great <laughs> little place called Illinois. It, don't go to Indiana. Don't go to Michigan. Spend some time in southern Illinois. Mm-hmm. Go along the Mississippi River. Uh, we were in Warsaw, I- I- Illinois. That was the one event I didn't want to go to. Not that I had anything against Warsaw. It was the day before a big event. And I was like, wow, we got to go there and spend a night in Iowa because there's no place to, to sleep in um, Warsaw. And we went across the river to spend a night in Iowa and had to get up and go to this event. But that's where I met some of the most amazing yeah. people. And just it's an, it's it's a phenomenal state, guys. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, so worth saving. We're going to get to this caller here. We're talking what you want to talk about, talking about family traditions, what you do and just talking about we're not crying. We're not you know, sad. Yes, we're disappointed, but we know what the assignment is. We're just we're just getting started, everybody. Hey, Dennis, thank you for holding. Welcome to Black and Right with Maddie and Stephanie. Uh, hi, Stephanie and Maddie. I, I, I'm calling them because about Bailey saying that um, there wasn't enough fraud to affect the election. He's encouraging the Democrats to get away with even more fraud and going to grow and grow and get away as much as they can get with. And, and just like Giuliani had the broken windows policy, if, if they're breaking windows, they're probably committing greater crimes. I have my own personal vote stolen. I, I was living in Bridgeport, and between Bridgeport and Lincoln Park. Um, a friend of mine is a precinct captain on the south side, and I told him about how my, how my vote was stolen. I went in. I told my precinct captain who knocks on your door when you're in the working class areas of Chicago, are you going to go vote? I told him I couldn't go vote. And so he went and and, and voted for me. I ended up making the election at 6.30 before it closed. And and they said, I already voted. I go, well, let me see the signature. And she showed me a signature. And I, and I pull out my ID. I go, that signature looks nothing like mine. Why would you let that person vote for me? And she said, um, well, it was someone else working or whatever. When, so when was this? Was this in the last cycle? No, this this was 20 years ago. Oh, 20 years ago. Well, but you know, I, I, I have more. Well, you know what Darren was saying, that there's not measurable fraud. That's not why, like, it wasn't stolen from us. But when people are talking about... You're not about, letting me finish. Well, well, well I, what I I'm saying... I saw it on a bigger scale. Okay. Well, we know Illinois is a is a state where there's fraud. That, I mean, it's way back to JFK well, and that election. But what I keep saying to people that are Republicans, the people that are not on the Democrat grift machine that are on the take, what did you do in the last election? Did you knock on doors? Did you make phone calls? What did you do to get the vote out? I, when people are complaining I, now about the taxes and what's going on. judge and a poll okay, watcher. Very good. And so how many people are we? You know what? Wouldn't it be great if we could wave a magic wand and make all the loopholes and all these people that are on the the, the polls the that shouldn't be voting? But we have to start winning elections and we have to start chasing ballots. Like my point is what Bailey said, not to accept it. We're Any not accepting fraud. anything. That's why we're fighting. Uh, Darren Bailey was on the campaign trail for almost two years. I gave up a year of my life. We weren't laying down for anybody. We weren't accepting anything. We were out there giving 110%, getting the message out, telling everybody you have to get up and, and get involved. As David Paul told us, we fell short a little bit of people willing to get off their behinds and go out and actually do something. We can talk about it. We can blog about it. But who was carrying water for the elephant? Who was telling people go out and vote? Who was making phone calls? Whatever you could do. Was that getting done? Thank you, Dennis, for calling. But we can Monday morning quarterback all day long. But at the end of the day, I have a new respect for people that are willing to not only talk about it, but actually run for office. 
The running of statewide is very different from running for local. But I appreciate everybody, whether you're running to be the forest preserve or you're, um, a person or library, whatever you're doing, that you're willing to give up part of your life, your family and, and to be put in the public eye to be ridiculed for whatever reason. But that's, you know, I'm tough, thick skin. I was raised on the west side of Chicago and to add a caveat to that. I was raised riding the Pulaski bus seven days a week. So I'm a tough person. I can take it. But to say that, you know, to say this person is this is the reason why we didn't win. And this is why we did. We just got to work harder to get our message out. And we need to be the hey, Illinois GOP. We need to be in the black community right now. We need to be in the Hispanic community right now. Meeting them where we can agree. Voting our values and valuing our vote. 312-642-5600. Your call, your dime, your dance floor. What's your favorite Christmas music? What's your tradition? Back right after this. This is Black and Right with John Anthony uh, on AM560. The answer. Oh, there's no place like home for the holidays. no matter how far away you Welcome back. I am Stephanie Trussell. Maddie and I are in for John and Verlon. They are somewhere getting rested. John called in. He's out there sunning in, in, in Arizona. And I'm jealous. I hope people out there in Arizona at the Charlie Kirk event will somehow pack some sunshine and bring it back to Illinois. We need it. I know. Do you feel a little like gloomy when there's not sun? Yes. It's, it's just like it's dreary. It's cold. Gunmetal gray. <laughs> Gunmetal gray. And I don't know about I, I kept thinking, well, if I'd rather have no sun and no snow. I don't want sunny and snow. I just don't like driving mm-hmm. in snow. Glares. It's just no fun. I, I mean, I know it's the holidays and people love to have snow for Christmas and you look out the window. Isn't it pretty? But I just don't like driving yeah. in it. If we're going to have snow, let's have like more than like <laughs> I'm, I'm <laughs> a few, a few, uh, let's have more than a dusting, though. Like, let's just have like a good two inches if we're going to have snow. Why? What is wrong with you? Well, I, I, in some spots, you can still see the grass right now. And then it just looks ugly. I, no, I like her. If you're going to do it, do oh, it. Oh, just get yeah. it done. Uh, no, right. I just don't like as a as a mom. I'm a bad driver and all your kids learning how to drive. My kids are all older now. Reagan's not driving, but I just hate you always worry about them and driving in slick spots. And and ever this last year or traveling in places where uh, that they don't have like roads. And yeah. I mean, we've been on some roads where <laughs> there is just, no road. There is, it's just like instead of a two lane road, it's just one lane. And yeah. I'm driving. I'm like, so if a tractor comes down, what do we do? Yeah. I'm just panicking. <laughs> and there's potholes everywhere, too. And like steep banks. Right. And so, you know, I was in some we were in so many different places. <laughs> and, and Maddie likes the rural roads. I'm like, can we stick to the highways? I just like lights. Well, the one time we almost went down the one way highway. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That the was GPS bad. in Springfield yeah. told us to turn right and if we if we had listened we would have been in incoming traffic yeah. down a one-way street so we, that scared that scarred me from the highway let so me tell you roads from there on out. i have no sense of direction and neither does maddie <laughs> oh. so putting us together in a car was hysterical had we had a camera inside the car we would have had the funniest reality show ever mm-hmm. we could have had the best sitcom oh, ever oh my goodness and we got to the point where we get to a corner and i say isn't that where we got lost last time and we had to turn around <laughs> and then go back yep. the right way and we just would laugh and giggle and yep. and if we back got the headlights on sometimes oh we drove oh my goodness from rockford yes one day. in the we snow were, we were in, in the, the rental snow car. rental car so we didn't know how and i thought the lights were on was i driving or you driving you driving okay and we drove from rockford until we got to like barrington or something um down route 59 and people kept flicking their lights at us like, we were like they must like us yeah, wow that's so nice and it's just a miracle if we made it there in one piece 
piece on time. It was all God. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so recently I had the pleasure of being with Amy, Amy Jacobson and Jeannie Ives at the event in Joliet at the winery. It was sold out as a great panel. And this is the first time we've gotten together, Maddie, Paul and myself, <laughs> since my car has been unwrapped because yeah. we would ride around in a Bailey mobile. And we're accustomed to seeing people, if they had an American flag on the car, they would blow, they would give us thumbs up. So Maddie's like, nobody's giving us the thumbs up anymore. Nobody's blowing at us because we're just anonymous. But when we were driving with the Darren Bailey stuff on, I felt like I had to be extra courteous because I don't want to be leaning on my horn. Darren Bailey's drivers are so aggressive. I remember coming back from the big parade in Say the place, Maddie, where they gave us the fingers. Maddie says the city wrong. That's why I make Walk-a-gen. fun of it. Walkagen. Isn't she adorable? Is <laughs> Waukegan. But we were coming back from Waukegan, 294, 94, whatever. And this guy in a minivan, nonetheless, a minivan where children and goldfish crackers reside, gave us the, rolled down this window yeah. and gave us the middle finger. I know. Who gives a middle finger from a minivan and, for the love of We take of it personally. It's I, like, oh. And I'm like, speed up, Paul, speed up. Churchill would say that's an indication you're doing something right. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I just couldn't believe it. And he wouldn't make eye contact with me because mm-hmm. I was just like, you know. And so he's just waving at him. You know, just, just, you know, like, hey, what's the problem? You really, oh, you like high taxes. You like fees. And we we walked in some, some parades that were, you know, 90% just really happy or mm-hmm. even more. But when they would say something mean and I, or just, I, I can't. I, my daughter-in-law said to me at the end of one parade, she said, Yada, when they say mean things to you, just ignore them. And I looked down at her, I said, Sadie, I'm from the West Side. I can't. I got to say something. And I, you know, I'll say something kind of sarcastic, not mean. I don't use profanity, but I'd say something like, you must like high taxes. You must like fees or whatever. And, and so that was the same message I gave to my mom, you know, fast forward to Bud Billiken parade when I said, Mommy, just leave them alone. That's okay. But I just want to encourage because I like engaging with people with facts. That tell come, the truth. Tell the truth. It's like, yep. so why are you getting mad? And, why, and my favorite thing, Maddie, I didn't really like I'm still having PTSD from knocking doors for Jeannie Ives during 2020 when people would curse at you because you're not wearing a mask and a hazmat suit to knock on their door. But we knocked on doors that last time. We had yep. a lot of fun because the weather was agreeable. But mm-hmm. when people would I say, hi, I'm here for Darren Bailey. Slam the door in my face. Yep. Darren Bailey's a racist. But you yep. just slammed the door on the black yep. woman's face. That was my favorite part. Yep. It's just like, seriously, how is he a racist? Mm-hmm. Just because he's from, well, you know, he's from, you know, southern Illinois or central Illinois, sundown t- towns where they, black people aren't welcome. I felt welcome everywhere I went and even... No matter where I went, and even if I got to an event, Maddie and I would go to diner sometimes on a waiter event, mm-hmm. and you knew everybody in that yeah. town, knew everybody. The homey feeling. They would just be nice. And How can were, I help you? Everyone loves you. Like, oh. everyone just loved Stephanie so oh. much, and it's like, we never, ever felt that way no, down even south. in places we would get to on our way there, we would, we would they wouldn't even know who I am. People just treated me like anybody mm-hmm. else. I never felt, like, targeted or they're being mean to us or whatever. This is a great state, and it's just not filled. Southern Illinois, I'm telling people to live in the city. Don't move out of Illinois. Maybe you should just move to a yeah. red county, because we would get to places. What did they tell us, Maddie? Oh, we didn't do COVID down here. We yeah. just didn't do it. Yeah. You can see your waitresses. They faces. got smarts. <laughs> they, just did, they just didn't have time for that. Well, guys, 312-642-5600. We're talking family. We're talking Christmas, New Year's Eve. Maddie and I are trying to lose that weight. Back <laughs> yep. after this. <laughs> and now, more Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560, The Answer. Jingle bell, jingle bell, jingle bell rock. Jingle bell swing and jingle bells ring. Snow and Welcome and back. 
fish near old lady. I love old Christmas mo- movies and songs where nobody was woke yet. And if you watch a made-for-streaming Christmas movie in modern times, you you can just get out a bingo card and just check one after another. They got to include X, Y, Z. Certain things have to be included. Oh, by the way, again, a reminder: I'm Stephanie Trussell. I'm not John Anthony. He's somewhere resting. He and Verlon, I sure they cannot wait to come back next year, ready just to entertain you every weekend live and local truly excellence here on black and right and thank you george for um just keeping maddie and i on track and just pressing all the right buttons to make this sound like a radio show because again i haven't done this in over a year and maddie's brand new but i say maddie's a natural She's natural to politics. She, she's relaxed. <laughs> well, thank and, you. and she I know if she's like, if I could just get a word in that's if she would just shut up. That would be nice. But I just wanted oh, I to care. show this off this, your show this wonderful young lady. So you're who, telling me there's a chance. <laughs> yes, there's, maybe she'll get a word in. But I just wanted everybody to know what my last year was like and the people that I was surrounded with, surrounded by and what they did. And and just I mean, it was just it was an amazing opportunity to travel this state and any other when else would have I had an opportunity to go and be on Maddie missed this on vacation. She was on vacation. I went to the Amish community and I'm in a buggy with a grandma. She has 21 grandkids and she's an Amish woman. We're talking after I stopped asking her all those silly questions. English people ask about Amish life. We were just two grandmas in this buggy just talking about teenagers and 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 just stuff. And I was just like, what? it was when else could I have done something like that? Just a great opportunity. What's next? I don't know. I'm, it's in my blood. I want to save this great state of Illinois. I'll be part of it. I'm not some superhero. I can't save it, but I want to get the message out. I want to share our platform. God's pla- going to use you to help save well, it. Well, and you too. And you know what? I wanted to introduce you guys to Maddie. So when she's a state senator or a congresswoman <laughs> one day, you can say, Maddie, I heard her on Black and Right one year. And and to thinking about congresswoman, we got to hang out with Mary Miller. Yeah. How cool is she? That was... That was my first experience meeting. Oh, tell everybody yeah. how you were when you first met her at that <laughs> So Lincoln it was Day my dinner. first week on the job. Right. And I had heard Mary Miller was going to come to this Lincoln Day dinner, and I freaked out. And when I met her for the first time, I just kind of stared at her. I couldn't really hum, talk. Hum, hum, hum. She was just like, she just, she got caught like, mouth. She couldn't say anything. She is just, and people that we normally would just mm-hmm. hear about on the news, we got to hang out with them. We got yeah. to know them. There are conservatives in this state and mm-hmm. she is fearless. Yep. She is just, uh, she's just a great person. Eight, how many grandkids? 19 grandkids now? Yes, Eight kids? I think so. All yep. Christian conservative kids. And what they said about her being racist when she had that stupid slip about, I'm like, this woman has mm-hmm. more black grandkids than I have. And just the people that we got to hang out on the bus and let me tell you Maddie was in charge of our bus tours when it was just her she didn't take no stuff from nobody hopping on that bus trying to take over thinking that at that point she was 17 maybe she had just turned 18 Maddie would whip him in the straight like I got into shape I got this I've already ordered our dinner I know she would call the organizers we're pulling in where do you want us to pull the bus into this is where we're going who's your contact she said 18 years old and I was just in her care and just so happy to be in a position where I didn't have to think about it I didn't have to worry about it. I knew Maddie was going to take care oh, of it you. hey we have Peggy Merry Christmas Peggy welcome to Black and Right is that for me I'm, yes you're I'm the, Becky oh Becky oh we thought you said Peggy that's okay no, that's okay George you're fired got, no I'm teasing go ahead I got two questions I got two questions for you guys one Maddie can I get some of those ugly Christmas cookies <laughs> Is this, is this Becky? Hey, Becky. Becky. This is Kendall County Coordinator. Kendall County. We missed you already. Let me tell you about, oh my gosh. You're the best. We, Becky is a hard worker. She in that golf cart. I mean, I, we just had so many people like Becky. Mm-hmm. We love you, Becky. You're amazing. I love you guys. I, 
I really just wanted to call in and wish you a Merry Christmas and let you know that uh, I don't care what anybody says. The last year and a half experience was completely awesome. And you are correct. Maddie McElroy, peg that name. She's going places. I can't wait. I will campaign for her any day. Oh. And Stephanie, we just want to see you back in Kendall County sooner the better. And we'd what? love to have you at a meeting and just embrace well, anything you. Anything for awesome you. And, and you Plano women are awesome. And I'm coming back to um, the sandwich fair. I'm never going to miss that because that was it. Lived <laughs> up to everything. And just to have Becky... You know, um, carrying us around, whatever. We got to ride her golf cart in the heat, and it was fun. <laughs> I mean, everywhere I went, people rolled out the red carpet. You know what it's like not to have to open a door for for a year? I got this. And I'm like, okay, thank you, but I got... I mean, everywhere I went, I felt welcome, and people like you... You just made this campaign. Every county we went to, Becky, there was a Becky that was there. What can I get you? What can I do for you? I got you. And Maddie and I would go to this dodgy part of downstate. And one of our coordinators, Paul, would just text and say, stay at the hotel. I'm picking mm-hmm. you up. I don't want you driving around in this neighborhood. And I was like, thank you. I mean, we just had people looking out for us everywhere we went. And thank you for what you're doing. I don't know what you're doing next. And um, but I'm sure you've got you got Kendall County. You've got work to do there. <laughs> yep. Just like everywhere. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we have a couple things in the hopper. We're working on school boards. Oh, yeah. We got to get some good people. And Jed Davis there, well, you took us to that diner. We got I got to meet Jed. And his, I had already seen them at, at parades. But to see his family eating at the diner, you guys are just like regular USA of A kind of folks, just at diners eating and just everybody knows everybody. And that's what I love about Illinois. It's just, and, but unfortunately, Becky, as we know, Maddie and I got to see so many towns are like abandoned movie sets where they don't have a thriving downtown. It's just everybody's gone and they don't have a, a main street where you can go and get a cup of coffee and, and have some eggs with people. And so we got to keep fighting for our great uh, state and Chicagoland. And I know things, great things are going to happen out there with Kendall County because you and Maddie and so many other people out there are getting it done. Thank you, Becky. Merry Christmas. Thank and you. And we miss you. Merry Christmas. Thank, Thank you, guys. You. And we look forward to seeing you again. Oh, we're going to see you soon. <laughs> hey, guys, we got one more segment. We are so excited to have an opportunity to be the last live, local, black and right, back right after this. Feliz Navidad, Feliz Navidad, prospero año y felicidad. We now return to Black and White on AM560, The Answer. Here's John Anthony. Welcome back. This isn't John Anthony. Thank you, John. Thank you, Verlon. And thank you, George, for making this three hours just fly by so fast. We, I told Maddie to wear an ugly Christmas sweater. She goes and gets a cute Christmas sweater. I'm wearing my tacky Walmart one. I'm supposed to be ugly. My, you know. I tried to find it. Yeah, ugly. right. And it's just, I got to tell you, Maddie is not only brilliant, hardworking, integrity, beyond belief, but because she's a cute girl, everywhere we went, people had sons for her. I'm making out for, I'm making up for it with my face. Oh, okay. So, she was, she, I got all the ugly. Oh, instead of the ugly, okay, gotcha. Ugly is covered. But I was so happy when she finally turned 18 because everybody would offer us, oh, you want to come to the bar? You want to do, th-? I'm like, no, I have a 17-year-old homeschool girl here, and I love how she doubled up on her homeschool so she could finish fast, yep. so she could be full-time with us. But she's attractive and everywhere, everywhere, even now, people would say, 
Oh, I've got two sons. I was, I was on an event last week. I got two sons. They, they never have just one. They have a plethora of sons. I've from got it. five sons to choose. Just to pick from anybody everywhere she went because they just knew she's such a good girl. She's so wholesome. And Maddie, um, she's, you know, she's, she, her dream is to maybe work in politics one day, but get married, get a pickup truck, stay in Illinois, <laughs> and she'd be a happy. She's, oh, look yeah. at that truck. She would love trucks and get so excited every time They're you see best. a big truck. Just a simple. You got to be able to haul all the, all the chicken feed and the well, hay. Tell us and- about your chickens. Maddie thinks that if those, a lot of kids in, in rural, in um, some of the urban areas, if they just had to take care of chickens, yeah. that might change it the whole. It teaches you how responsibility. You have to get up and take care of them no matter how cold mm-hmm. or how hot. But it just is like a good and you get something in reward for them because you get the eggs. Mm-hmm. But it, you got to feed them and make sure they have water. Make sure that in the wintertime, the water doesn't freeze. And like, Maddie said something think. about chickens being mean. I said, so what happens when the chickens are mean? Oh, we just wring their necks. I'm like, oh, OK. So I was a little too, ooh, a little too city-fied. I'm like, <laughs> oh, my gosh, I don't know. But she just, um, it's just a wholesomeness. It's just, again, just hard work and not expecting anything for free. You know that you have to get it mm-hmm. and by going out there, working hard yeah. for it. And it just, I would have never been exposed to people like Maddie, people like Becky, and people in those small, small towns. And I would love when I'd be talking to someone at an event and I would say oh I moved here but my family my my folks live out in the country and I'd look at them like this ain't the country (laughs) this ain't the country really I mean there's something more rural than this we go places where it would say when you would drive in 50 people. Yeah. And then, no, well, our producer people. doesn't have a, a zip a, um, post office either in his town, but th- I didn't know people were living like that. And in- I also have a pickup truck. <laughs> <laughs> and people are living and loving and having fun. Hey, guys, follow me on social media. Every once in a while, I do a crazy, just manic Facebook Live, you know, talking about running again because I gained some weight, Lincoln Day dinners, county fairs. And so I'm a diabetic. I have to run. I have to do something to control my blood sugar. So I, I listen to Dan and Amy and I forget that I'm running because they get me so worked up. Follow me. I'm so happy that I got to have an opportunity. I just miss Maddie. So a chance for her to drive <laughs> my house <laughs> and just get him. Well, she drove yes. the boss dogs today. And and then just to have us just to catch up and see what's mm-hmm. going on. Merry Christmas to your family and what um, and may you have many blessings. I can't wait to see what 2023 holds for you. And um, we just uh, we we did a disservice by not recording our phenomenal year of just traveling this wonderful state. But we have a lot of memories and, and lots of great pictures. Maddie was really good at taking pictures and and getting and she she'd do this like I was her toddler and she'd make this motion like would you smile like like she do she was like one of those moms from pageant moms like smile like come on turn it on you can do it and I just forget and David our old deputy campaign manager he was good at that he would say Stephanie fix your face because I just would get so worked up hey, I, I didn't ever say that though no, like I was that. very tactful about it you were you were very good at again I just felt so sorry for you trying no, to tell me what to do and I'm best. crazy and um, but you just did it you jumped right in without any hesitation and just to go into places where you didn't know anyone and just do your job and well, that I, had a pa- pe- I have a passion for this state yeah, so that makes you, sense you certainly do and you yeah. don't want you don't want to hear nobody talking about leaving you are serious about staying here <laughs> Stay and fight. don't forget Maddie you will hear her again and thank you John again safe travels thank you Verlon bless you guys both thank you George thank you 560 happy new year Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.